Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. Sucking thin on the ground this week. Well, I think we'll get some we'll get some mileage out of the first story anyway. Oh, I think so. So, everybody, <laughs> how terrible is Fallout? <laughs> how, how good, I'm so you know. sad about it. Well, I, you know, my week's been been okay. You know, it's not been super. Nothing great happened, but it's been an okay week. Nothing terrible has happened. Mood's generally been okay. But that's because I put that down to me not having released the worst reviewed, worst selling uh, Fallout game <laughs> of all time. Absolutely. Now I, I'm going to go to the Metacritic here. The Metacritic. Because um, look, I, th- this I, thing I, has I put been in the Metacritic. Yeah. Th- this thing has been uh, re- review bombed like nobody's business. Yes. So things like user scores, they're funny oh, to look at, but they are just review bombs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Even the Metacritic uh, user review was setting at like two. Hey, Mike, who's that? I think it was you who retweeted someone who was refusing to review it, having yes, played it right. for like thirty hours or something. Yeah, that's uh, that's part of this. I, uh, this is uh, there's actually it's been added to. There's now two sites who seem to be refusing to review it. Um, the first one was Giant Bomb who right. are a little-known thing. They are a site formed by Jeff Gersman, who was uh, sort of infamously, he was the one of the main guys at GameSpot who was fired uh, for refusing to up his score for Kane and Lynch. Ah, because, yeah. Because Kane and Lynch had paid for uh, advertising on GameSpot, and he, it led to a massive walkout, uh, and GameSpot never really recovered. They used to be like, you know, what Kotaku is today. <laughs> and they are not that anymore. Uh, so, yeah, it's a site that is known for its... Uh, they don't put out a huge amount of reviews because they fucking review a thing. They will put just, you know, 20, 30, 40 hours into a thing to, you know, ex- get the most out of it and then drop the review on it. And they are uh, refusing to... <laughs> they are refusing to uh, review it. Well, if it's broken, it's broken, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I will get the link. I'll, I'll get the tweet up. On Metacritic, it's currently sat at fifty on across the board. Yeah, on on PS4 and Xbox, it's at fifty-five on PC. Not that that. Well, I think that's probably to do good. with the fact that uh, um, the PC players didn't have to uh, first do a day one update of fifty gigs and then be confronted with a forty-seven gig uh, patch. Yeah, which is only a few, which about you know only like three or four gig on PC or something. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a small enough patch on uh, PC, but but for some reason on PS4 they had to download basically the whole fucking game again. The thing again, it was the same on the Xbox. Also, I'm I'm led to believe. So at, at this point, there is no point to buying the physical version of this game, whatever. Yeah, because the, there, I've the, got the game that works from- on there. I've got the quote here from Giant Bomb. No one on staff wants to play any more of this video game. I'm not going to subject myself to another 20 to 30 hours of this shit, this fucking mess, just to put a number on it. My number is don't play this game. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, and also, uh, since then, I, I don't know if they'll put out a review, but um, uh, reports are that the PC Gamer crew are not happy with at all and are uh, not looking forward to putting out a review for it. 
Oh, here in yeah. uh, in VG twenty four seven, Fallout seventy six UK launch sales are down eighty percent compared to Fallout four. Yeah, that is absolutely ridiculous. And didn't you say as well? I think you said as well, Mike, on that that uh, a lot of people's pre orders went back. There is um, uh, there's been substantial anecdotal evidence. People working in GameStops uh, and game stores have been reporting that uh, one of the big causes that the sales are down is a lot of people cancelled their pre-orders uh, during the beta. They saw the state of the game and were like, fuck this, and uh, cancelled. So a lot of the collector's editions, uh, you know, the power armor editions and stuff like that, they yeah. suddenly came back in stock. Well, yeah, I mean, because those were expensive as well. So, I mean, it's not a case of like, yeah. well, I'll eat 40 quid for a kind of a crummy game or whatever. It's the case of this thing was a hun- near enough 150 quid for the, yeah. the power armor version. So, I mean, if you've played the beta and you're that disappointed, then hell yeah, send that shit back. Because um, yeah. that's, that's a big old wedge to, to pay out in the first place. Um, I'm, um, I, this is the thing. I, I don't own this game. And I'm realistically not going to. <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm kind of so disappointed in two, for two reasons. Firstly, there's a Fallout game in the world and I'm not playing it. Um, yeah, it's and so secondly... That is so weird to me. I mean, it's like if there was an Assassin's Creed game in the world and I wasn't playing it. Um, And the secondly, this thing failing, what worries me is that it will lead to, uh, it's less likely there will be another, you know, Fallout 5. It makes Fallout 5 less likely, in my opinion. Mm. And that truly makes me sad. I, I would still see them going ahead with a Fallout 5. This, this Even after this, this amount of yeah, a catastrophe? Because this isn't a Fallout catastrophe. This is a catastrophe that happens to be Fallout branded. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> makes it more offensive. Well, you but, you have to hope that the, the suits see it that way, rather than <clears throat> Fallout has failed as a concept, which is what worries me. It, it really but, depends on... Look, we've people haven't bought this game because they don't want to play that type of game. They They don't just want another... Make your own fun open world Rust game, and so it, it's a bad idea launching to an audience that doesn't want it. They're they're having a beloved thing twisted and mangled and put on this thing, quite like uh, Metal Gear Survive. Like here's the yeah. thing that shit yes. if it didn't have yeah. anything on it at all. So we're going to put something on it we know you like in the hope you'll buy the piece of shit. Yeah, uh, um, so it. If they acknowledge, at least internally, that they did that and can move forward with it, this is not like a mainstream Pokemon uh, Pokemon game. Sorry, I was thinking of uh, the Pokemon Go game uh, that's just come out for the Switch. Uh, this isn't. I, I don't see this as like a mainstream Fallout game. Yeah, this is not the Fallout franchise feeling. This is the Fallout franchise being feeled. Yeah. you know, it's it's uh, yeah. Just all I'm saying is I hope that the people at Bethesda see it, view it that way, rather than going, well, everyone loves yeah. open, open world, make your own fun games, and this one's failed. Therefore, the problem is Fallout, not the problem is the concept. You see, I kind of you know, I see I'm, where you're coming from because you know, my view is that any <laughs> sensible company would view it as okay, we fucked up. Yeah. But it, one of the things I, I've I've noticed, but you know, I think a lot of people notice about Bethesda is when you think back to Fallout New Vegas and their mm-hmm. attitude towards that. They can be very bitter people at Bethesda. Yeah. They're not used to feeling. 
Um, yeah, so they may what, they yeah. may sort of look at this and say, well, it's obviously not our fault. <laughs> yeah, that's what my problem is, you know, yeah. because the, as a, as a company, they will probably now kind of retreat, lick their wounds. Maybe we'll get the next Elder Scrolls on the on the PlayStation Five slash Xbox question mark and Fallout. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise going, me if it was going, all the Xbox to, question mark. <laughs> yeah, and for, the Fallout is going to be put into mothballs. Because that's what worries me about this whole problem. I mean, because I was sort of on, I mean, I see where you guys are coming from with the, like, I hope this fails because I don't want to play these type of games. And the way to send that message is don't play it. And, you know, I'm not saying that we should <laughs> prop up a shitty game in the hopes they'll make another Fallout single player experience. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just, this sort of catastrophic uh, happening to this game worries me mm. that it, it, the worse it gets, the more it reduces the chances of us having another, you know, a Fallout Five happening. But you see, um, funny enough, the the other thing is the other <coughs> the other side of that coin is that one of the, the reason I really wanted this to feel was that if this was successful, the longer it went on, I saw that as the thing that would keep a Fallout Five. I, I would agree yeah. in a GTA Five kind of way. Kind of yeah, way. yeah, in that kind I of way. So I think we're kind of screw, we're kind of screwed both ways. You know, yes. they screw you coming, yeah. they screw you going. If it fails, then they might put the franchise away for a while. If it's successful, then this is all we're going to get for a while. That's, that's, Basically, what the I, whole thing was a fucking nightmare from the start. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I'm still surprised at the number of people that I've seen on YouTube reviewing it, going, "It's such a disappointment." It's fucking not a disappointment. It's exactly what we thought it would be. There, yeah. were, there was no point did we think this would be good. Well, maybe when we just saw that trailer that said we're making a Fallout game. Then yeah. it was it was exciting. But when Todd started with the whole multiplayer all the time, it, oh, no NPCs. Well, the uh, thing, like I said, the, the thing that made me flip from sort of, I, you know, I tried my best in those first couple of weeks to maintain cautious optimism. But the thing that made me flip fucking hard was when they said oh and there's no npcs and the story uh you can't affect the story you there's no choices to make it's just a th- yeah. and I was like well fuck you then <laughs> yeah well i mean i was pretty i was pretty much there as well but i was kind of in between you guys of when he sort of said it's online all the time i mean because i sort of held out faint hope that there would be some sort of single player element yeah, even exactly. if it's just a little bit i can just play that fuck all the rest don't worry about it enjoy the the single player stuff it's still fallout it's still that universe but yeah when the news started trickling out of no it's online all the time like you say mike there's no npcs it, you know all the that stuff is stripped right out and it's just going to be base building in power armor yep. essentially um yeah i was like oh well, i'm out then um mm-hmm. i just think it's so profoundly sad that kind of the best we can hope for at this point is kind of destiny in the over well, over works. much time. It, that's the thing. I mean, but not at first. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were in this sort of thing of when destiny first yeah, that's started, true. you know, it didn't yeah. work. And uh, the single player was very bare bones and it was like these vast empty wastelands with just you and a little robot, Peter Dinklage voice man or box and a wizard. Yeah. And just weird stuff like that. And, I mean, the best you can kind of hope for now is that over time, you know, maybe if we come back to this in a year, it's evolved into something much more usable. But at the moment, I mean, the reviews that people who've actually sat through enough of it to review mm. it um, have, have been saying that the big problem with this is it's 
it's not a good Fallout game in the obviously like you say, in the no NPCs and the VATS is massively reduced and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But also as a PV a competitive PvP it fails yeah. because it's incredibly soft because um you, to kind of cut down all these concerns about griefing and all this sort of thing. <laughs> PvP heard, is essentially yeah. impossible to do. I've heard uh, great stories. What because the the way the PvP works is that you know I shoot you and it does tiny tiny amounts of damage until you accept the uh, you know the PvP request that is me shooting you. At which point we instantly become the same level and do you know similar amounts of damage to each other. So what what people have been doing is when someone's been annoying them by shooting them constantly, they will walk up to them, pull out a shotgun accept the request and instantly blow their fucking head off pvp ends yes uh so that has been the tactic uh but the thing the the sort of the reason that the sales numbers that you know down 80 percent on father for the way the reason that's so significant is this is an online only game with essentially no real single player content at all this kind of game needs its community to keep mm. it going and with it's already being considered, you know, sparse. Uh, another part of the story is that apparently the Twitch audience is just nothing. Uh, let's say Fallout 76 had less than half the viewers of Fallout 4 had at launch, peaking at 106k concurrent compared to uh, Fallout 4's 243k concurrent viewers. So people aren't even watching this thing, let That's- alone playing it. That is killer. I mean, especially in today, or as 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 things stand in today's climate. Um, I mean, I sort of I do watch a bit of Twitch, but I also kind of use it as a pay, but you know, try before you buy a gallery, yeah. like kind yeah. of what I use YouTube for. And um, yeah, I mean, these PvP games live and I mean, if so, if uh, popular streamers catch on to them as well, and then they go and they're playing, more people will kind of join with them. But yeah, if that's if the the, the big the big the big oh, streamers aren't playing it then they're done speaking of big streamers there was also a, a colossal feel uh, a couple a week or two ago there did you see this i don't you're not rick and morty fans uh, i i am no, not especially are you? I, I i know of i know the thing you're going to talk about i didn't blah, blah, watch blah, blah, it blah, blah. no yeah well not a lot of people did and it turns out that was good they had um what's his face from rick and morty not dan Harmon, the other one justin roiland uh, ninja and some rapper, I don't know who he is. They decided what would be great was would be to have all three of these guys play Fallout seventy six together and, and chat for you know Justin Roiland in character as Rick and or Morty, and it was cringeworthy. You had sort of a, you had a, a professional games player in the form of Ninja who was trying to play the game. Uh, Justin Roiland, who was trying to like improvise comedy skits around things that were happening in the game, which wasn't much. And then you had this rapper who was completely, he had no fucking clue what was going on. He couldn't play the game. He wasn't engaging with the other two. He had, he had just not, he was at one point he started talking about hats that he had <laughs> And it just it went down just <laughs> horrifically, and it was sort of the most uh, sort of uh, hello fellow kids type thing ever. And uh, yeah, yeah, it hasn't been good. So uh, I'm <laughs> I've been enjoying watching the uh, the uh, Digital Foundry sort of. They've been doing the technical comparisons of the game. They've now done sort of pre patch and post patch, and the the overall thing is that 
that 47 gig patch doesn't actually seem to have done much. What? Yeah, it, it always kind of How? bewilders me when they <laughs> put out a patch and you think it's done nothing. Yeah. Well, maybe it's done lots. It's just there are so many fucking problems and yeah. not everybody is getting all of them. The problem but, they, they with their with the patch notes, they noted the, the really strange thing that it had fixed certain areas on certain platforms, but it had then broken other areas on those platforms. So, well, <laughs> I, I think the worst strange. one that I've I've read about was that pe- people were getting stuck in their power armor, right, for days on end. That's an that well, that is a. That's a truly nightmare scenario. You don't want to get stuck in your power armor. Well, I mean, is if there is if it's like done like in um in Fallout Four, then you have to have power cores for your power armor. Yeah. So yeah. surely, if you're stuck in it and your power core runs out, you're just standing there, not being able to do anything. You know that is weird in that I haven't, I don't remember encountering in the game a set of power armor with someone stuck inside it. You know, a corpse inside of it. How cool would that have been to have opened up a set of power armor and have to remove the corpse? Of the last guy who used it. That would work. That would have been fun. That yeah, would have been fun. I, That's a missed opportunity right there. Did you have, um, when you played Fallout 4, did you do what I did and end up sort of having a gallery of, of oh, suits God, that yes. you purloined from across the, I had, had a the, hot big know, one. I had this, you know, the Tony Stark, you know, our, uh, the gallery of, gallery uh, of, power, of armor, our, yeah. power armors. Yeah, I built, yeah. you know, specific display shacks for them. I hunted out all the unique variants. It was great. Um. But yeah, so um, and also the technical problems are things like even in the or even in the most stable areas of the game, you will you you can shoot for about a second before your frame rate goes down to about ten to fifteen frames a second, which, as they pointed out, was kind of okay-ish in a single-player game because you had the VAT system, mm. and also you had you know you were dealing with crappy enemy AI and a PvP game where because it's online there essentially is no vats suddenly that's not that's not acceptable anymore oh no i mean it again the thing that i uh, sort of found myself kind of pining for it a little bit because i read a an article that uh, people have been finding some kind of really weird and cool kind of cryptids and there's people saying that they run into mothman yeah Yeah. uh because it's the yeah, I thought, oh, that is that does seem fun, and you know, maybe when this gets down to like, you know, they're going to dis- start discounting this heavily soon. Apparently, there's um, already it's already dropped below forty pound for the physical edition in the uh, in Black Friday seals. Let's have a quick look and see. Yeah, um, thirty nine ninety five from the games coll- the game collection via Amazon UK. Okay. Uh, that's for P- uh, Xbox One. Yeah, uh, thirty two ninety nine on PS four right now. It is currently forty one sixty on Xbox One on Amazon. Mm. Um, that's very hard because I'm looking. I'm seeing it. It's thirty two ninety nine at what I'm looking at. Are you on PS four? No, I'm looking at. I'm on the search results page for Fallout seventy six on Amazon dot co dot uk. It's okay. thirty thirty two ninety nine for PS four, thirty five ninety nine for PC. Thirty-two ninety-nine for Xbox One. Yeah, that's are you I've looking well. at like are you looking at like download code or a, spe- a, a particular edition? Standard Plus. Right, I'm looking at standard. Ah, hang on. Standard is forty-three ninety-nine. We'll get the standard plus, everyone. Yeah, it's weird. or get the get the special edition that is with three. You get three badges as well, which is an Amazon exclusive. I do like pins. <laughs> I do like pins. Oh, have you seen? Are you looking at the ratings on Amazon? 
Oh, the tricentennial edition's got one star. Ooh, damn. Standard Plus is on two. But that's... Now, I did hear uh, a lot of people, some people bitching about the uh, the Power Armor edition, uh, but then I remembered that people complained about the Pip-Boy edition of uh, Fallout 4. They're like, oh, it's made out of plastic. It's like, well, of course it is, you fucking moron. <laughs> what were you expecting? <laughs> I mean... Exactly. It's almost cute, that level of naivety. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be it would work. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Did you? Mm, that's not really Bethesda's fault, that one. <laughs> but uh yeah, so Fallout seventy six. One don't. day it will be three ninety nine or in a bundle. Well, like we said, and how long with a launch this uh catastrophic uh seals and critical reception wise, I think they're in a terrible position now where what is the earliest they could make this free to play without pissing off everyone who's bought it. Well, is, is there enough in the game to monetize it? I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't think there's any in game, you know, microtransactions at the moment. I'm, I was going to say, I mean, because, you know, the old pimp your power armor thing, you could start selling skins and yeah. it's, but it's, sort it's of customization not, options. Like it's that. not set up for that then. This isn't. Like, uh, you know, taking PUBG free to play or other things like that. This is just a shit game. Yeah. Um, So it's. Oh, maybe when it's 10 quid, we'll give it a look. The best case scenario in my head is they look at this and they think, well, this was a catastrophic failure. And they basically relaunch it next year and just add a bunch of single player content. They add NPCs. And pro- a proper fucking storyline. Like, to it. like a ge- they add a game to it. They add a game to it. They, a- you know, as they, they appear to have to done twice since launch, anyway. So, yeah. why not? Yeah. So that is like the best case scenario, but I would not hold my breath for that. Oh, Bethesda. I know. I mean, what it's so <laughs> it's so sad because I actually felt a twinge of sadness for them because over the past few years they've been buying all these other awesome studios to sort of add to their uh, their roster that they can you know. Uh, put out and publish and stuff and suddenly with one game they find themselves the least cool kid at their own party absolutely they're now that you know they're the kid with nets who's invited all of the cool kids over to his party and they're all just you know what must uh, all those other studios be thinking right now <laughs> okay yes okay that also <laughs> yeah <sighs> so in other news then let's leave that let's leave them alone for now Let's leave that garbage fire. See what yeah. happens next week. Now, Sony is skipping E3 next year. Ooh. Ooh. That makes us all go, ooh, because we don't mm. know why they would do that. Yeah, we I have think nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we haven't got anything else, but there's That's definitely a PlayStation reason. 5, but it's, it's, it's too early for us to do anything with that. And if we start showing you things from it, you'll start shitting on us when it doesn't look anything like it. So we're fucking off E3 next year. Bye. I mean... In in terms of a new console coming along, first of all, you've got and and it's kind of like it, it's almost like the same problem Nintendo faced with the 3DS. Like, is it time to discontinue the 3DS? Maybe it was time three years ago, but we keep fucking buying them, yeah, so yeah. they're going to keep making them, so we can keep buying them. That makes sense. PlayStation Four, we're we're, we're talking about PS5 rumors, and. PlayStation 4 sales are up 70% year on year. Yeah. For the, this time of the year. Why on earth 
would Sony, I mean, apart from, God, this must keep them awake at night. Like, well, so a- on the one hand, you don't want to rush out a PS5 when you don't need to. If yeah. your PS4 sales are still going up, why make a new thing? But at the same time, you know, Microsoft are desperate trying to make a new thing. Yeah. There so, is also the uh, the weirdness that they, this isn't the, as the article says, it's not the only gaming event they've canceled. They canceled their own PlayStation experience. And the reason they give for that is that they don't have enough games, you know, exclusives in the pipeline to justify a whole, you know, putting on the whole show. That's not actually true. They still, there are still a bunch of like pretty highly anticipated PlayStation 4 exclusives the problem with them is because they're doing they're on a quality kick at the moment as we've seen you know spider-man god of war um all these other friggin' single player uh uh, ps4 games those games don't have a release date yet we have um last of us 2 no release date uh days gone i think is getting a release date next year although that's not hugely anticipated um what's it called uh kojima death stranding doesn't have a release date well, yet. Well, no one knows what the fuck that is either, so you don't or, want to hang, hang your hat on it. We know it's got it, Norman Reedus so weird. and a baby in a, in a little and a baby. backpack thing. We know that. And walking in a line. I'm in. I'm, in. I'm fucking in for that. I don't, I'm prepared for it to be a colossal just disaster and yeah, for but me I was to say, it, but I'm in. If you're a PlayStation executive, do you really want to go, I know what I definitely would have hang our entire marketing strategy for 2019 on, yeah. Death Stranding. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> but, oh, wonderful. But 70% year-on-year sales increase. Yeah. So who gives a shit? Mm. Whatever they're doing, they can't not sell PlayStations. So why are they doing anything? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like with Glastonbury, isn't it? When Glastonbury takes a year off, who cares? Because people are going to buy tickets for Glastonbury regardless, right? So... It's it's just one of those. Things. If it almost them cancelling it is more of a news story than if they were doing it. Yeah. So if you if you like say if you've kind of got some exclusives, but yeah, you're kind of and also there's in it's wrangling about when do we pull the the trigger on the next console because it will come out. It's just a case of when. Oh yeah. Um, it's yeah. Perhaps it is better to just say you know what, leave it and we'll we'll cut. I mean, as I say, I just think that. They've got exclusives, but I think as well, if they're kind of, I mean, and are about what's going to be on the four and the five, um, they look, yeah. they don't want to do a, they don't want to say, you know, exclusively for, for PS4 and then things change and release dates get back and then it's on five and then people throw a wobbly about that. And I mean, they're kind yeah. of, it's kind of almost creating problems that they don't need by putting these things on with not a lot of exclusives and not a lot of PS5. I mean, a fucking bizarro theory, but what if they did, what if the rumors were true and they did launch the PlayStation 5 next year and they launched it with a launch lineup of Death Stranding, Last of Us 2, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Final Fantasy 7 remake? Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's not happening. No. It's not happening. No. But no, I, I could you don't imagine think it the will world be- in which it, it did happen? How fun well, would it I be mean- in that world? Here's a conspiracy theory for you then. What if, like, because we, we speculated when the um, when we were doing the, the big kind of E3 reaction show before, yeah. we was we speculated that what they're waiting for is Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. So what if this catastrophe with 
Fallout 76 has made them go, hang on. That's not can, can, can we yeah, can we not can we rely on Bethesda to put something out that's gonna work and we can launch with you saying you can play Elder Scrolls Six exclusively on PS5 or exclusively on the next generation of consoles. Yeah, you know, has has this basically have they seen it coming? And I'm not saying they've cancelled it just because of that, but is is there some internal strife about we can't rely on Bethesda to put out anything that we you know and that we can you know, rely on? And the the consumers are, are are not happy with them at the moment. So is there something going on with that? On on top of that, if you've got a new piece of hardware like a truly next-generational gaming console, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, Bethesda, the company that you can trust to put something together that shows that off. Because they can't even manage current-gen hardware. Fallout 76 yeah. looks like ass. Yeah. Um, and there was moaning about what how Fallout 4 looked. Exactly. I mean, and that yeah. came out a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, yeah, the, Elder, um, the Elder Scrolls, Scrolls didn't look good when it came out. Sorry, I mean Skyrim didn't look good when it came out either so i I don't know that i'd I'd be talking to bethesda about that no but i mean it will sell a bazillion copies yeah oh yeah it will it will but i i i'm the you know the closer we get to it more i feel like that is a sort of generation straddling game perhaps Maybe, yeah, but I just I I do wonder though because I wonder if the the kind of the watershed moment of them saying we need the next console is that Red Dead Redemption Two was so enormous it needed two discs, <laughs> even yeah. if you've got a Xbox One X or a PS4 Pro, is That's that true. kind of the line that says we now need a bigger machine, we need a more powerful machine because bloody great big games that we want people to buy lots of copies of on our system like red dead redemption 2 are only getting bigger and more complicated and having to come on multiple discs even on a blu-ray disc i mean well, is that, that is that the, the line that says we need the next one what 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 are you what drive are you putting in the next one I, well, I, this is where i don't know because that, you know, that, there's so your I'm problem out. no no yeah. one's invented blu-ray 2 yet we've got blu-rays that's what Too we've got rare. Two ray. Two ray. Hang on. I'm doing a search for Blu-ray. If two ray is a thing, I I'm kinda I'm losing my shit. <laughs> I wonder as well if they're looking at how people like the sales of like four K tellies and things like that. Because if I mean obviously we don't know like how what the uptake is on people who because most people now have HD TVs. I mean, yeah. that's basically all you can buy, right? But it takes so, a while. Yeah. It takes a while. So I wonder if they're they're waiting for a lot more people to have eight, 4K, uh, 4K yeah. and yeah. then it's worth it for them to sort of dive in. Let's see. You can do up to, right, there are 300 gigabyte Blu-ray discs. Are they like triple layer or something? Yeah, apparently up to six layers are possible on a standard I, Blu-ray, for, a standard form Blu-ray. I would expect that a drive that could, to handle the top range, you know, the top yeah. layer disc would be particularly expensive. Might considering need. my fucking Blu-ray drive for my PC cost me like fifty quid. Well, re- regardless of the cost, I mean, the, the is it reasonable to expect that whatever disc drive is already in PlayStation Four could read those discs? Yeah, mm. you know, so if they, you know, if if the drive in the PS4 can only read up to the fifty gig. Uh, disk drive size then it doesn't matter what the drives cost um yeah i mean is it a case do you think maybe i mean because i don't know about these things but is it a case of maybe that's just kind of what's commercially available there might be something more high-end that they could be putting in a playstation or an xbox but that would mean that the things cost 700 pounds oh, yeah yeah 
Pretty and much. they're waiting for those, that technology to become more there cost could be cost that. effective. Also, I mean, the fact is, as well, don't forget, of course, Sony aren't paying 50 quid for that Blu-ray drive like you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. yeah, they have an economy of scale right there. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering: is is the economy of scale sort of thing? Is that they, there is something better they can put in the machines that isn't maybe normally commercially available? But no. you know, once it gets down the line to us, it's just so expensive. They need to wait for it to come down in in costs before they could conceive of putting that in the PS5. Is that what no? We we still know yeah. about that thing, and it, it the doesn't... consoles. The consoles could just have SSDs and games could come on fucking USB sticks, but hey, we're never going to get there. That would cost a fortune, and that's essentially cartridges anyway. I mean... Don't piss on my dreams. The the only difference between a Switch cartridge and a a micro SD card is the shape of the wire on it, whatever. Mm. It's, It's all it is. It's a memory card just in that shape they've done. I mean, you could do that for bigger games, but it would be prohibitively expensive very quickly and considering all games nowadays have massive day one patches exactly i mean essentially pointless which is this is on the one hand this is why i think sony or the the game companies in general would like us to go to all digital but on the other hand this is a reason why i would not like us to go to all digital because i you know, I'd rather pay more for the console with that higher density drive-in than have to download 300 fucking gigabytes. It makes me wonder if we'll ever reach a point where, you know, we have uh, things like limited run games who tend to do sort of indie games, you know, give, that don't have physical releases. Otherwise, they give them a physical release. I'm wondering if we're, we're going to get to the stage where limited run games are going to realize, hold on, what if we put out a version of, let's say, Fallout 4 on a disc that contains all of the patches hmm. and all all of the you know the DLC, all the patches. It's the most stable version of Fallout 4 that ever was. And we put that out in like two, three discs uh, as a collector's edition for people who want to have a physical version of the game and not have to rely on uh, you know hoping the servers are up in the future if they want to reinstall it. People would buy that. People would buy that shit mm. today. Yeah. And I'm oh. kind of annoyed that I voiced that thought because... I should be doing that. You've spoken it into existence. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Is it, it, or looking ahead to our next story, is it that they're waiting to see if this is true and then going forward with it from there? Because um, about the the disc of the Xbox One, possibly. Yeah, Emma, you you never introduce a thing. Rich and me always bogart the fucking introduction to articles. That is very true. That never occurred to me, but you're absolutely right. Emma, how about it? Yeah. Well, I, okay. So there was a, there is a rumor that Microsoft are looking to put out a new edition of the Xbox One with no disk drive whatsoever. I didn't like that. I felt that lacked the authority that a male host brings to it. Oh, there we go. My my, um, <laughs> yeah. my girlish voice didn't convey the uh, the importance of this news news article. A, a discless ex- Xbox will mm. be a Xbox or oh, Game Pass box. Basically, yeah. That's what or they're going to... Or digital download box. Digital download yeah. box. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, it would allow them to slim it down. But, you know, a, 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 a disk drives are big. <laughs> they, they're, and you hot. Know, they're big and they're hot and they're noisy. They're, they're quite noisy. <laughs> so putting that in, you know, that could cut down. That would be another, another you know, the Xbox... Oh, dear, though. That would be the Xbox One S Slim or the Xbox One SS. That Take it from me, problems. it does bring marketing problems. 
it, it does. Yeah, you fucked that one up, didn't you? Yes. Me. yes, it did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think the thing. Uh, the good thing is you're probably disappointing Nazis. I know. Right? SS podcasts and they're like, oh, it's about films. It's just and it doesn't seem it doesn't seem Star Trek and shit. An anti-Semitic uh, overtones, at least none that I can pick up. No, just that no. one thing I said to Ari once, and that was an accident. So. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> so I could see this being a thing. Oh, it could certainly be a thing. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, is is this what we're waiting for to see if this flies and then go? Oh well, shit! Perhaps do, we don't need a disc thing. Do you know what? I I have less. Uh, I have less of a problem with that kind of thing because at least there it's still running the game, right? Yeah. That that I have less of a problem with than a streaming box. Which is yeah. oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, streaming the game. I don't want either. I I would like. <laughs> I don't care whether it's a disc or anything else. You uh, would prefer that when you go in and buy a game, you got the fucking game. Yeah, but yeah. then I, I every time I do that, my Steam library pokes me in the back, <laughs> annoyedly, annoyedly. That's a word. It is actually, and. I think, oh yeah, shut up, go. I know. Fuck off, Steam. I don't like digital games. Thank you. And then it's what? What do I do I, with that? Yeah, like I think it's going to go the way. As someone who has a, an annoying collection of vinyl records, I think that's the way physical game sales are going to go. Is that it's going to be a collector's thing, the standard edition? I mean, the, yeah. the only thing, the thing standing in the way of digital games really taking off is. Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo actually pricing their games competitively on their own fucking stores. That's the massive uh, thing in the way for me. Yeah, yeah, because at the moment you can go and you can, I can get in a car, drive down using the petrol, walk into a store, buy a physical thing, drive home using more petrol, and it's still cheaper for me to do that than to buy it on the PlayStation store. Oh, definitely. I mean, Xbox is afflicted by this too because I was um, I was watching um, a Let's Play. I don't know if you've seen. Um, it was kind of flew under the radar a bit. Dante's Inferno. A oh game yeah, yeah. Three sixty. Yeah, it was one that. that was basically you know photocopy of God of War with the combat system and stuff. It's based on the uh, on on the book. That um, was the one they sent. Uh, <laughs> they sent out uh, gifts to reviewers uh, that were based around the Seven Deadly Sins. Yes, I believe Yahtzee, I think it was Yahtzee, got a, a crate that started playing a noise and he had to smash it open with a hammer before it would stop. Yeah, and it was and that rash, was wasn't rough. it? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, yeah, so basically, anyway, I was watching a thing on YouTube and I thought, oh, it looks like quite fun. Maybe, um, you know, because I sort of been put off it because it was, like I say, basically God of War yeah. ripoff sort of thing. But I mean, many years moved. I thought, oh, the story seems quite fun. Maybe I'll check this out. When I looked how much it was digitally, I think it was basically retail. It was like twenty four ninety nine to buy on the digital. Went to the shop. It was a pound. Yeah. Because yeah. it's been out for nine years. So got it second hand for a quid. I mean, part of me thinks that the reason, one of the possible reasons that uh, they don't make their games competitively priced on their own goddamn stores is slightly political in nature. And that is they don't want to completely piss off the retail chains. Maybe. Because do you remember uh. whenever the PS... Which one was it? A version of the PSP went uh, discless? 
like this Xbox One. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. Xbox One. Uh, it's so tempting. Just uh, it's, I'm having to fight calling it the dickless Xbox One. Um, but that's more my speech patterns than anything. That's not Microsoft's fault. Um, yeah, and the fucking retail chains lost their minds and refused to stock the discless PSP because they weren't going to be able to sell any games for it. Makes sense. Does I mean, make sense, yeah. They slightly solved that by allowing the company, the, the, the retail places to sell download codes, so they still got some yeah. revenue from it, but that's still not something that's completely solved. And even I then, I bet they get fuck all. I, I, yeah, I, uh, I it's bought, why they're all Funko stores now. I remember when I bought that, uh, what was it, a Breath of the Wild game code from Game, because oh, I thought I'd... Oh, I still am. I just wanted that box. I thought <laughs> I would get the box. But it costs the same as it would have done on the Switch. So I don't know what profit they made from me doing that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's simply a service they provide in the hope that while I'm in there, I also pick up something else. Yeah, I do wonder if they are sort of making a rod thrown back. It kind of reminds me of like, you know, when the 3DS came out and everyone was like, Nintendo, please, it makes my eyes bleed. And eventually they were <laughs> like, oh, fine, children. fine, have a 2DS and fuck off. I bet only two of you buy one and now they sell shitloads of them because, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. of, because of, uh, out, yeah, yeah eye bleeding it's bad really for you. was uh, a bad thing Problem. for people to have. Yeah. yeah. So Just, I wonder if it's a case of like, we've got to keep selling something you can buy this for so that people don't get pissed off with us. Yeah. Just a side a side note, I was in the town. I, I stopped into a GameStop, and beside one of my local game stores, I walked past the shop, and I actually had to stop and uh, vomit in the street. It was a vape shop, which half the window was vape supplies, and the other half was Funko Pops. Ha, 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 ha. I think I found the worst thing. store. Oh, I hate vape stores. I, <laughs> I am saying that as somebody who vapes. I yeah. fucking hate vape stores. I wouldn't go in one. If I if I wanted to start vaping, I would not go in one. Well, the thing is, I stopped outside the store and I vomited, obviously. And as soon as I had vomited, an employee ran out, scooped it up, stuck it into a little capsule and was selling it five minutes later as there a new flavor. Go. That's what they did. Yeah. That's what they uh, did. You should, I mean, there's one, I mean... We, there's a, mi- a million vape shops in, in Yarmouth because someone sort of saw that they were popular for five minutes and now there's eight of them. But one of them, in an attempt to diversify, obviously seeing the writing on the wall, it's a vape shop. They will also print T-shirts and mugs, um, sell you a milkshake and a sandwich, all in the same shop. That's handy, though. That that saves a few stops. Mm. That's not so bad. There is a YouTube video of my Funko Pop and Vape collection. I'm not, I'm not clicking on it. I'm not clicking on it. Don't click on it. <laughs> I, I had a vape collection. Well, technically, I still do. I haven't got rid of anything. <laughs> yeah. But I, I stopped adding to it. Cause it's it was... a collection, only a collection while you're adding to it. <sighs> I, That's an interesting conundrum. I, I don't know. I am no longer what I would consider to be a collect. I wasn't really a... Do you know what I was? I was a hoarder. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. Because there was the date when... The laws were going to change, and they had to sell shitty little tanks because you can't be trusted with more than two mils of this liquid because you'll you'll die or something. I don't know what they think will happen, but that's the law. Mm. And so I wanted to buy all the things that were bigger than that and going to become illegal afterwards. So once that date passed, I'd never bought another thing. So I, w- <laughs> I was hoarding. I wasn't collecting. Yeah, well, we know this because you then moved on to limited run games. <laughs> exactly. 
Those yeah. I was collecting, and then you realised no. Yeah. Um, do you know what I think? An actual collection. I think an actual collection should involve some sort of. There's a task involved in finding the thing. Mm. Whereas yeah, potentially limited yeah. run games, you're not collecting them. You're just buying every one they put out. There's a difference. I find that it's, it's, it's since we're going on, but I, I was in uh, my local HMV, which now has they do an admirable cl- amount of uh, vinyl. They They've do obviously now, yeah. jumped on that. But the annoying thing was, I was upstairs looking through the vinyl, and I kept seeing things that uh, you could see. I, I could find them online, but they would cost shipping. But un- irritatingly, the vo- the version of them they have in HMV, it didn't have a little sticker saying which color. It was. Oh. I was looking at the Rick and Morty uh, soundtrack, which comes in an awesome slipcase, and it's just wonderful. But I was trying to peek down the sleeve to figure out what, because it comes in like five different color variations, and they didn't have a sticker on saying this is the green and yellow one, or the blue and red one, or the purple and whatever one. And eventually, I put it back because I, because I have walked up to them at the counter before and asked them, "What version is this?" And the answer is always, it's the version we do. Which is, oh, God's sake. Yeah. Can I also yeah. voice a complaint about HMV's vinyl um, in the fact that their shelves always are kind of, because I'm only five foot four, <laughs> um, I can't see to the back. Literally, oh. the the vinyl things, because you know it's like in three tiers. Yeah. The yeah. tier that's furthest away, literally on tiptoe, I does can't. That always, does that always have the best stuff? <laughs> or they hide the death metal at the back. Oh. So, you know, I'm trying to flick through and, you know, I'm literally up on tiptoe, leaning on the front row, trying to see at the back to see if they've got the horrible, obscure nonsense that I listen to. And uh, I can't see it. So uh, please, can you lower the shelves? Are, are they hiding the death metal or, the, or are they hiding the people that buy the death metal? <laughs> which, which one is it? I, yeah, that, that might be it. It must be like what news agents used to feel when they were watching, you know, 13-year-olds trying to reach the wank mags. Oh, I used to, I used to work in a news agent. I used to have to put the wank mags in the bags. That means you can't see the boobies or bush. Do they not oh, come yeah. in bags? I always just, and I, I don't know why you No, you have to put them in the bags. Right. You have to put them in the bags. Yeah. I thought that would be and, done by uh, the printer. Oh, well. No, I used to have to, when I worked, well, the news agent I worked in, I had to do it. And it was always pretty embarrassing. So you have to like, you, have to, you know, they put all the pool mags like in the. They used to, they used to have them in the uh, like in a drawer in the front desk. So right. you have to kind of try and discreetly throw a few in there before someone comes in, and then put them up on the shelf before you like, upset somebody with them. Pool mags, eh? I know that's a that's a bygone thing. Really is. Just like the Steam Link. Good segue. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's how it's done, Emma. <laughs> okay. I admit, I jest. Well, we didn't really finish the PlayStation stuff, but we'll move on to Steam Link. That's fine. Uh, Steam announced that uh, they stopped making the Steam Link some time ago. Uh, there's nearly none left. They're not going to make any more. Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. This <laughs> wasn't a we're going to stop. Whenever everyone else announces that they're going to stop making a thing, they announce that they're going to stop making a thing. Steam said, we stopped making this a while ago and they're all sold out. Maybe the point is, and you didn't notice, so... Pretty much. Yeah. You know. Like, oh, it, yeah. Fine, it makes sense of all those seals they had where they were selling them for like two quid. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. I bloody love mine. I really do. I, oh, I, I just realised they're going to be 
a hundred quid and see X now. Well, yeah, I, they I, will. Do you know what? As soon as I read that story, I went to see X to check, and they were actually three three quid less than I paid for mine a week earlier. <laughs> they they were twelve pounds, and I paid I paid fifteen. I'm now looking in CEX as we speak. Yeah, they're still twelve pounds if you want one. There. <laughs> Um, they buy them for a fiver. I bloody love mine. I I just I have no complaints about it whatsoever. It lets me play my PC games on the telly, and they look like they do on my PC. What's the problem? How? It, it, I agree completely. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's just great. It works great. I I accept that for some people, the fact that it does 1080p 60 frames a second might be some sort of limitation, but do you know what? If it did 4K, it couldn't do 4K off my computer, so I don't give a shit. So, mm. I'd Because ne- it just... Well, it could do 4K, but it would be, like, with all the, you know, <coughs> all the settings turned down, so what's the point? I- exactly. Um, so I'm totally happy with it. I'm totally happy with it, and I'm, I'm kind of sad that it's not gotten its day ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it could have been more interesting. I don't know. No, because it had one job to do. I, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm rebelling against things that are expected to. And why didn't it have YouTube and Netflix? Well, fuck it. It was supposed to do one thing, and it did that thing, and it did it really well. What's the problem? Yeah. Mm. Um, but clearly, it's well, not something a lot of people was want. The rise- the rise of you know smart TVs and other devices that have the Steam Link app built in. There is also that. Um, but, you know. Um, well, and I'm, I must admit that that is going to clearly be a factor in when I decide I need a new television. Yeah. If there's one... It's that, weird to think that that's a thing you have to think about now. What apps will my TV support? Yeah. But if there's one TV that has a Steam Link app and one that doesn't, then that's, that's going to put something in there. I can tell you this. I will never buy another TV that does not have a remote control that features... A Netflix button. Because that's just <laughs> what? <laughs> Click Netflix. There we go. There's a lot of them about. There's a lot of them, and it's awesome. I've never had one. I, it's, I, it's a button, and you press it, and suddenly there's Netflix. <laughs> I, I was completely. By the time we got our last television, I was still in a, an angry revolt against smart televisions. <laughs> because- I worry about them, like, like just for. I worry on others' behalfs. I I don't like them still. I would rather <laughs> just have a screen that I can put whatever into it I want uh, and not have the, the screen do anything other than display things. But clearly I'm not going to get my wish. And smart. Well, every t- You can't buy a TV that doesn't have some degree of smart, especially when you're in the size category that I would like to be in. So... I just have to make my peace with it, I suppose. And if <laughs> so you're look, you're going to be looking for the dumbest smart TV. I well, yes and no. <laughs> um, I'm gonna now you're gonna make me go to Amazon and choose a television, aren't you? <laughs> I am gonna do that. Gone to your head. I'm doing it now. Do you know what I? I what, what I'm mostly uh, covered by is that I think our acceptable television spend. Is between five and seven hundred pounds. That's big. Is it big? That is, that is potentially it is actually, big. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I think ours was was much less than that. I mean, because we ended up we got depends a, on what um, you want. 
yeah because we ended up doing we sort of went in invested in 3d oh. um yeah i mean so i think we spent a bit extra but we didn't spend anything like that much money i think it ours was sort of below 400 ours was see right. the thing is whenever you think about tv a tv is something you buy maybe every five to ten years yeah, we don't get one and, every every year or so. Yeah. And so your head is still in the space of what the prices were five years ago, five to ten years ago. I mean, and would you TVs would you come down in price hugely year on yeah, year? Yeah, I mean, would you just would you just pay out straight up, or would you get it on tick? We'd probably just buy it, I think. Yeah, because I mean, this is the thing. Uh, my TV here, I got must be ten years ago. It's a, it's a Samsung. It, it was a good TV when it came out. It's a little thirty-two inch, no smart stuff at all. Still has analog inputs, uh, and it's on its way out now. And whenever we had to get a new TV for the living room, we got the same a 32 inch uh, 1080 screen, but it had all the smart stuff, a really really nice panel, uh, built in free view, built in apps, built in everything, and it was only like 200 quid compared to the 400 that I spent for my little 1080 Samsung. Shit, I found a telly. Oh, <laughs> how big? How big do you want to go, Rich? That is a point of contention in our How house. big can you handle, right. Rich? Because Alison would insist that we are at the limit currently. What right. is? Which is 48 inches. Well, now you then, have to respect the ladies' limits. Now then, I I believe that I, I can whittle a bit off that, given bezel size mm-hmm. and how that is great. Like a 40... I'm currently looking at a 49-inch 4K HDR smart led tv by lg with freeview play and it's 379 pounds bang i mean you probably look like you probably shave with it as well right i mean it's so thin and, yeah and light and beautiful I've i mean rather than the, te- <laughs> the telly we had when i first moved in with chuck that the, he had one of the when we he had one of the cathode ray ones it took five <laughs> of us to lift it out of our house oh yeah um i was nearly killed by a little i think it was a 24 inch tv uh, it was a TV video VCR combo. I was nearly murdered by one, by a TV that size because uh, my aunt asked me to put it up on the wall for her on one of those little swivel stands, and uh, it it fell and uh, it hit me in the head. How and are you bef- still alive? Um, well, yeah, I'm, I, you know, it, I, I, what, I, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> I don't think this has enough uh, HDMI ports on the back yeah as you got a million hdmi ports um i, I do ideally so, need a million so um, yeah, yeah uh, we we need like several several thousand it, as well in all so honesty it, i need kind of I, five would be good i'm that at, would the, be I'm at that point like yeah. five would be really good i still remember my first hd tv was a little 720 thing which didn't have any hdmi ports Oh, I remember mine because I, I sat about off. fifteen feet from it. It's <laughs> it's my it's my attic old console TV. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the single... TV that I'm, I've got for my co- for the Xbox. Yeah, with its single HDMI input, and uh, <laughs> it doesn't say how many HDMI ports. I couldn't buy this. HDMI was a future technology at that point. Mm. Um, so I've been thinking. So if you've got forty-eight at the moment, if you get a forty-nine, that's such an incre- in- incremental increase. Oh, that'd she, be fine. Alison won't notice. Yeah, that'd she, be fine. no, yeah. that'd be fine. Because, like you said, bezels. What? What bezels? Exactly. Those aren't a thing anymore. See, our, our TV is old enough to have some bezel. It's not. It's not got yeah. the bezel that this TV behind me up here has got, which is all the bezel. It's got far less bezel, but there is still some 
there. I quite like my Samsung's amount of bezel. It's a nice... I like it. I'm actually not overly fond of TVs that have none. I'm not a... Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of picture, 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 wall. It's like, no, give me a frame. Right. I'm I'm also slightly terrified by how... I'm genuinely terrified by how thin some TVs are getting. Have you seen... I watch, like, uh, Linus Tech Tips, and every so often they will have a TV that mounts directly to the wall, and it's so thin, it's flexible. Oh, yeah. It's like, I would not... I know... Would you worry about that. it getting hot or getting in the sun and would it warp and things like yeah. that with it being that thin and uh yeah. and uh, yeah but i think i think there is there is a, a sort of an event horizon of too big a telly i mean you don't want to be like our neighbors across the road who you can comfortably watch their telly from our living room <laughs> do they always watch shit as well yeah, I mean, because I mostly, I don't usually not, I, I sort of don't go out my way to see what they're watching, but usually because um, our bedroom is at the front of the the house and facing the street. So basically we've got the street, like a little green and then another street and then the people opposite us. And you can see their telly clearly from our bedroom. And usually when I'm going to bed, um, they're still downstairs watching stuff. And most of the time it's X Factor and things like that that I can I can see from where I am. I used to live at the top of a tower block. I had a pair of binoculars. I saw everything. <laughs> she do what my mum and my mum used to live in a tower block. She do what her and her mates did and throw a tire off the top of it. Don't like do that. Nobody do that. People. The, the mum tells apparently it bounced over the horizon. Is what? <laughs> <laughs> what <the laughs> Your mum sounds like good people. <laughs> she 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 was a scamp back then. <laughs> Once again, to our listeners, don't do that. Hashtag South London things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Now you've got me looking at fucking TVs. This is a problem. I don't need a new TV. We've just got a car. <laughs> like yesterday. You Liter- should do pit my literally. ride thing is put some tellies in the car. I well, they don't did. have to do that anymore. The tellies did. come with cars built in. The t- tellies come with cars built in. <laughs> That's what you want. You do that wrapper thing of put ones in the back where, like, in the back of the headrest in the, the last row of seats so the people behind you in traffic can watch it. The thing that they never did that I was always amazed that they never did on Pimmerai was, you know, the um, they're, they're not the spinning rims. They're sort of the opposite. They're the rims that stay level. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are spinning. I'm always amazed they didn't put TVs in those. You should do that. You should do that, yeah. What were we talking about? Steam Link. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, not making still, them yeah. anymore. <laughs> Yeah, so fuck them. Uh, <laughs> but they're still making the controller, so that's yes. that's something. Yeah. I still quite like that, you know. That. Is that the one that looks like, I think it looks like an owl? Yeah, it yes. does a bit. They're all right, honestly. They're, they're all right, and I kind of prefer them pretended. for, I, I do prefer them for truck simulators. Because there's a lot of buttons on a truck sim. There are, and I think I bought another one since we last did a show. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> we'll talk about the Euro Truck okay. Simulator oh, yes. 2 with a couple of the add-ons. Right, okay, we'll, we'll get to that then. We will, I got the thing so I could put things in my cab, but I haven't bought a truck yet, so okay. we'll move on. The Golden Joystick Awards happened. How important that is depends on you. If you hadn't put a thing in the, the link in, in our chat, I would never have known. Well, it sets precedent for the Game of the Year Awards. It does, gone. and it means they can put a little sticker on the box saying, winner of two Jordan Goystick Awards. Absolutely. And uh, God of War did remarkably well. Yeah. Winning best storytelling, best visual design, best 
audio uh playstation game of the year oh so they break it down like that so god of war was playstation game of the year forza horizon 4 was xbox game of the year and octopath traveler was nintendo game of the year really? so it looks like they're going on a critical approach maybe an artsy approach to this although i say that and forza horizon 4 was xbox game of the year so who the fuck knows it was very I well received I, I would like forza. it how compelling is the the character arc on Forza Horizon? I don't 4? think there is one. I think it's <laughs> yeah, just I don't, there cars. is one. Well, I mean, absent Crackdown Three, I mean, they didn't really have a lot to pick from for Xbox yeah. games. It's never years, so. coming out. It's never coming out. <laughs> They're gonna change it again. I know they've given us another release date. It's never coming out. Uh, but yes, they got a war on lots of things. I've yeah. uh, oh, Dead Cells, best indie game. Really? Okay. Aside from you, every other review is positive. I, I'm not down on it. I I am, though. It's, You're allowed to have your own opinion about exactly. it. Exactly. That's yeah, how you absolutely. know I'm not copying Philip. <laughs> uh, um, it's like, yeah, it's all right. It's, so I just do, you just do the same thing over and over again. Like, yeah. okay, no, I just put it back in the box the once. Most wanted Cyberpunk 2077. No shit. How can you... I really hate... Most yeah. wanted. Things like that is naughty because what, basically what? they can put a sticker saying award winning and it ain't even been out yet. Absolutely. Every yeah. So many games have that on the on the friggin' on the box. It's, it's so annoying. It's like Chuck giving me best dinner award and I haven't made it yet. Well, yeah, actually yeah, I, giving those out beforehand is a good way of getting the dinner at all sometimes. I suppose. Go on, because you make the best you do it so much better than I do. Go on. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. And then you're eating. You see? Mm-hmm. That's be someone who's never had to eat my cooking. <laughs> Fair enough. But yep. no, you see, Alison. Chuck's used to it. Alison's good at that. If she, if she, yeah, Chuck's. Uh, yeah, Alison's really good. She only ever made me one thing I didn't like ever in the entire time we've been together, and it was a try a new thing kind of thing. So she had no yeah. chance really. Well, the, that, the birthday cake she made me was banging. Exactly. She's a, she's good at cakes. Yeah. She's well good at cakes. I still wish that one, she'd made the TARDIS lying down. I, I, yeah. I appreciate <laughs> what she was going for with the, yeah. the standing up TARDIS, but just, like, just do it lying down, like long. Like like you probably saw the photos of the can of carling cake that she did. It was long. It wasn't a stood up can. Stood up. Yeah. yeah. Should have done it like that, but. Because I mean, even if that, even if it works, it's going to be a bastard to cut. Exactly. But you're anyway. going to start cutting down, and you get halfway through, and the whole thing just sort of crumbles. Yeah, it, it was. Jasmine really liked the huge box it came in, though. <laughs> <laughs> a cake scented box. That's the best thing. <laughs> they do a best news streamer broadcaster. We should have all won that for this show. Yeah, absolutely. Although we we started last, you know, we started last we, year. We weren't. And and we don't. That's the, that's we don't the only reason stream or or cover stuff like we that. Did in fact, stream it, in fact, we we are as legitimately up for that award as we are for best PlayStation game. So, <laughs> I often invite people over to twiddle my knobs. Do, they never come though, do they? No, they never do. Neither do I. And uh, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two won Critics Choice Award. So that it's was too too recent, I think, for them to mm. thoroughly, you know, stick it in as a game of the year type thing. I imagine it'll, I think it'll probably be uh, up next year. They usually allow games released in November 
uh, into the sort of the next year's game of the uh, yeah. you know, awards run. You, you have to have a cutoff point before the day of the award. You do. It's like the, the Oscar cutoff day isn't Oscar day. Like, we got it in. Like, there you go, it counts. No, it doesn't, mate. That was six months ago. <laughs> so all in all, I, I feel that God of War probably did better at this than it's going to do at the Game Awards. Potentially. Mm. Who knows? But it's still very good. And probably PlayStation Game of the Year. Mm. I say that not having played Spider-Man yet. I also appreciate that, you know, the golden joysticks don't seem to have, they, they have, as, you know, as delineated as they have with, you know, PlayStation Game of the Year, Xbox, Nintendo, PC, Game of the Year, at least I'm, I'm almost more annoyed when I see, like, the, the Game of the Year where they've just, they've too many awards. Yeah. To the point where it kind of loses meaning. It's like the technical Oscars. Yes, have it, but don't have it during the main show where we get to see the famous people. Yeah. We want to see Gwyneth Paltrow cry. And while we accept that the sound editing on Apollo 13 was indeed Oscar worthy. Absolutely. We don't really care as such. Yeah, I don't. I I feel bad about, but it's kind of true. I think we we are limited in what we can care about. Absolutely. Like, I, you know, I always, whenever I see a scrolling list of hundreds of thousands of names at the end of a game, it's like, I I appreciate that you worked on this and you in some way want to put your name on it, but do you think I care? And I feel bad. I feel bad that I don't, but I honestly don't give a shit. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, this is this is why they give you there's achievements or trophies for sitting through the credits. <laughs> um, because, I, I, like, for for Assassin's Creed Revelation, no joke, those credits were 45 minutes long. Yeah. Literally, there's a, you don't get your your achievement or your your trophy that says you have beaten the game unless you sit through the 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 credits you can't fast forward through. So I literally left it, went and did something else, had a cup of tea, came back, and um, you know, so I had like fifteen minutes of watching, you know, mm. the localization team name scroll past. And Could have twiddled with your knobs. And I, I care on an individual level, you know, like yeah. I, we, Emma, you, I know you and I have both met somebody who worked on on the Arkham games. That's yes. very cool when you meet a person. But I wasn't like, oh. I recognize your name. Where do I? Oh my God. Weren't you on the list of credits for the Arkham games that I, no, that didn't happen. And also meeting a person or even a couple of people who worked on the Arkham games. That's kind of cool. If you were to suddenly, if they were say, okay, now you have to sit here while every person who's worked on the Arkham games walks past you (laughs) and shakes your hand. Exactly. That's, that's going to ruin. No, that's going to ruin it. I've just had a thought. Do you do you want to feel the boredom that the Queen feels every single day of her life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what do you do? I interesting. I don't care. And what do you do? I interesting. I've been dead inside for years. And what do you do? Not being I a sarcastic old woman is one of the greatest <laughs> achievements the Queen has ever done. I uh, like. Really? I would be so rude and horrible to people if I were the Queen. <laughs> I would treat people do, like be- shit. They can't unelect you, you're the fucking queen. Yeah, that's the whole point. They literally have to kill you or you have to die. (laughs) And and if they want to kill you, you're the only one with an army. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, shout out to her for still bothering, because if I was her at this point, I would have just, you know, set up up home next to Ascot and just be drunk (laughs) 24-7. Like Philip. Uh, (laughs) I don't think he needs the alcohol anymore. No. No. I just, uh, I had a thought there about games credits. I'm actually slightly pissed off now that we're talking about this because the first credit on every single video game ever should be 
player and then your username. Yeah, I made the whole See, thing. See, the yeah. Minecraft credits actually. Do they if do you, really? Be, yeah, because well, I mean, if because like ten people made Minecraft or less. Yeah. So if when you inverted commas beat minecraft by killing the ender dragon there's a big like philosophical spill between like two characters and they include your name in it and it says like you know dalek elf which is my gamer tag dalek elf you know she overcame many things didn't give up and got to the end and all this sort of thing and they put your name in it as they have this philosophical discussion about the nature of the universe that's very good as it's yeah it was quite i mean a lot of people hate it but i kind of enjoyed it so do you- to be honest, the, I think one of the big problems with that would be, as we were talking about PlayStation usernames, because that yeah, could I mean, ruin your experience. It's, it's like XX420, just blaze for days, XXX. Uh, it kind of loses its, its yeah. impact a bit. Yeah, it does. It does suck bit. you out of the experience a bit. I, I've just seen on this Gold, uh, Golden Joystick Awards thing, the thing that has pissed off a lot of people, and it's their ultimate game of the year award. Yeah which is Fortnite Battle Royale. Not even the game Fortnite, but a game mode within the game Fortnite of Fortnite Battle Royale. <laughs> it's true. But, I mean... Yeah. I mean, you have to, it's you can't, dominated. Kind of can't, it's dominated. I mean, it's kind of infiltrating into the culture that, you know, I'm watching Jeremy Corbyn flossing on the telly. I mean, <laughs> oh God, it's, I saw that. it's pretty unacceptable, isn't it? I mean, but... Sorry, you what? You, you saw what on the, on the television? <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn, right, doing the floss dance on the telly. Oh, for fuck's sake! So when when something that's come out of a you know a game mode within a game has has kind of pervaded the culture that deeply, you kind of can't not acknowledge it if you see what I mean. So this is why I'm politically homeless, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I can't just be a Tory. What the fuck is that? Like, oh yeah, I suddenly I hate people. I forgot. Yeah, I can't do that, but. At the same Bring, time, this is why you have to start supporting Lord Buckethead. Remember well, him? I've, I've considered, I've I, considered going green because I can't do that I think, either. Well, no. The th- you see, the thing is, going green doesn't mean you give a shit about the environment. It means you've given up on politics altogether. It really does, doesn't it? It's. I, I think I like bacon too much to be in the green party. I think the, the green party used to politics. What people carry is is to cars. Yeah, you so, don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I've got this. It's fine. Shut up about it. They're the it. political equivalent of sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing a bar right now. And I, they've got a hole in them because whiskey, God damn it, he likes to chew them. I just couldn't. So, yeah. Game of the Year, Fortnite, Battle Royale. Uh, it's not, though, is it? Like it's the weird, It is the weirdness, again, that uh, the ultimate game of the year. What was it that did this a while ago? Uh, the ultimate game of the year. Didn't, is not Game of the Year on any of the four major platforms. PC Game of the Year, Subnautica, PlayStation, God of War, Xbox, Forza 4, uh, yeah. and Nintendo, Octopath Traveler. And yet, Ultimate Game of the Year is Fortnite Battle Royale. It should ideally be one of them. Something did that before. I can't remember what it was recently. But I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. But that is a bit dumb now. You point it out. It's an odd one, but you kind of can't argue with it <laughs> and, and fortnite had already won best competitive game right but also best ultimate game no it's not that good the the best you can say about fortnite i think is that it's not shit yeah certainly uh, it failed to you know maintain my my uh, I, do you know i still have uh what is it fortnite news feed subscribed to in my news reader because i haven't unsubscribed from them yet and it, you just smile at them and like oh, yeah <laughs> Don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Oh, what's the purple box doing? I don't, I don't 
don't care. Uh, yeah. I don't care. The other nice thing in this Golden Joysticks was the um, the thing that's annoying me in the back of my head is that the, the Golden Joysticks, that used to be a Games Master thing, didn't it? Yeah, games Master like used to give did. out a Golden yeah. Joystick yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the, the, the winner, but now it's a Games Radar thing. Well, they stole it from yeah. Games Master. They did. They, but yeah, uh, outstanding contribution goes to the Xbox Adaptive Controller. That's pretty That's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, fair enough there. That thing is like awesome, that. and I would kind of like one. I would also kind of like one. I have been looking at them thinking, I could so play Truck Simulator with that. You absolutely could just plug in everything. Yeah. You could probably create a little arrangement, like one of those Mac Warrior games. There must What's be there must be game? truck peripherals. Hang on, what do I say? It's got to be. You could. You could, have you ever seen those people who are like really super into flight simulators? Yeah. And like they turn the whole yeah. loft or attic yeah. into like a whole flight deck. You could definitely do that. Yeah. Do truck that. PCs, and I've seen the the retractor ones. Yep. The, there's <laughs> a Logitech. It, it's come up here. A Logitech farm sim controller, and it's a steering wheel, pedals, and control panel for a tractor. Uh, to yeah. use with Farming Simulator. Let's see. And you can just buy the, the center console on its own if you've yeah, already got it. You can buy there. a heavy equipment side panel for £130. Uh, the heavy equipment bundle for a hunt for 200 Bloody hell. And I imagine that heavy equipment side panel, that would work because the buttons aren't like labeled, you know, tractor thingy up, tractor thingy down. Can- They're just numbered. So that could, you could ap- totally apply that to a truck sim. Can you send me a link to that, please? Will do. I can't find it. I'll drop it in the Slack. There you go. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> so I could use that with it. Now I think. It's only 130 quid, Rich. Diesel, I, I have you know, no need of this, but my love of things with just shiny buttons is really <laughs> like getting triggered right now. <laughs> I mean, those buttons are nice. And oh, it has switches, yeah. a little joystick, a rolly wheel. Ah. <sighs> Doesn't oh, it look man. good? It looks great. And I kind Which, of. If you buy this, can I come round and press the button? I know. <laughs> it's like there's no way I can buy that, but I want Holy that so shit. much. Sorry, I just. Is there a museum of button of mechanical switches? Oh, there's so gonna be, and if there isn't, you should make one. I'm, I'm entering it in the museum of mechanical music. Okay. I uh, feel like I've been to the museum of mechanical music. Is it in Germany? I know. I have to find out. Uh, museum of mechanical music. Um, if there's only Cheltenham. one, right? Yeah, I've not been to that one. <laughs> it's not. It's not quite Germany. <laughs> uh, buttons. I'm just imagining a room just full of every button. No, I don't care about the, the story of the mechanical button. You realise this isn't getting mileage out of news stories. This is just waffling. No, just I mean, waffle about looking at buttons. Well, you're the one who has see. to fucking edit this thing, so I don't care. I'm not going <laughs> to edit it. That's... I know you're not. So and he said, that's why we're live. We're not live. <laughs> uh, loot box things. Let's talk about that. Loot well, boxes. yes. No. Oh, right. Are we skipping over the Amiibo thing? Apparently. Uh, no, let's go back to that. <laughs> Amazon Japan is selling a box with 63 Amiibos in it. That's a shitload of Amiibos, man. <laughs> it's a lot of Amiibos. It's 63 of them. Yeah. It's all of the Smash Ultimate Amiibo. That are oh, currently available. This is surely going to cost hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no that's what it says on, on Kotaku there. Yeah. Yeah. There's no no current price. It has 63. And I. There's more than that in the game. Like 10 bucks each, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This is conceivably 630 plus collector's tax. 
I mean, it comes in a shiny box as well. So it's probably going to be about 700 minimum. You say I think. it comes in a shiny box. It looks like it comes in a really boring cardboard box. It does, doesn't it? That looks yeah. like a pretty shitty box. Yeah. Unless that, I would hope that that box comes within a better box. Well, I hope that they've got Amazon Prime over there because the shipping is going to be holy shit bad. Yeah, that's gonna be a big box, big heavy box. Big, big, big box. Poor people who collect amiibo. I know, because even the people. Here's the thing: realistically, most people, most of the amiibo in this are already out. So the people who are buying this box are going to be rebuying a whole bunch of their amiibo. Oh yeah, they are. They're not even all over. The amiibo, problem are they? is as well: if you want to go and get one of these, the chances of them being able to pick these up complete secondhand is essentially going to be zero because yeah. people will part them out for. You know, they'll buy it, yeah. say, okay, well, I can make some of my money back by selling the, the ones I've already got. So, yeah, See, this thing is going to be I kind hard of, to get hold of. I kind of hate myself right now because the first thought that came through my head when I was looking at all these amiibo was, well, if they wanted to make it worthwhile for people who already have bought all of these, surely the thing to do would be to repaint the ones that them in their Smash Brothers alternative colors, like the Player 2 colors. They could do that. And then I thought, well, why don't you put out four versions? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm people are so lucky I'm not in business. Well, you know worse than the people who are yeah, <laughs> at all. I, and don't yeah. think it isn't suggested. It's at just, least I have the capacity to feel bad about it. They, they just have somebody in the room that says, I think that one's too far. <laughs> that's That's all. That's the yeah. only difference. I'm yeah. so glad I don't buy Amiibo. I have nearly bought an Amiibo on a number of occasions. Even just the other day, I was looking at one as I was stood waiting to be served at CEX. And, mm. you know, I just get one, see how it works. But I don't really care. I mean, I, I nearly bought one to just kind of have it. Like the one, yeah. the, the Woolly Yoshi one that came out, because it was super cute. Oh, and, yeah, it was, yeah. and it was woolly. And I thought, oh, that's really sweet. But yeah, you know, then you look at how much it is. You think, oh, fuck all that noise. Funny enough, the same thing happened to me yesterday in Little. They were selling uh, pink, fluffy unicorns. I was like, I'm getting one of those. But my granda was with me. So I had to, <laughs> right. I had to say, oh, I'm going to get this for my sister, Sarah. It's going to be so funny. And then when we got to the till, the, uh, the girl was like, it's seven quid. And I was like, I don't, I don't like her or myself enough to spend seven quid on a stuffed pink unicorn. And I left it at the till. With the girl. I bought a stuffed Hulk today for the dog. How can a stuffed Hulk smash? Because he's all fluffy. Oh, if it, he tries to it, smash it things, can't. It was, it was destroyed by the dog. Uh, uh, he got through it remarkably quickly. Are you telling me Paisley is the strongest one there is? It, clearly. He smashed it like Hulk smashing Loki at the end of Avengers. Uh, I knew he would. That was partly why I got it for him. It was nice. very amusing to me. <laughs> Um, uh, so 63 Amiibo I'm wondering who's because le- isn't the roster the starting roster like 70 so who's left out here 73-ish I don't know that would involve knowing all the 73 plus characters that are in the game isn't and it I'm, basically just everyone except Waluigi basically much. at this point at I this think point, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah at this point they really are just trolling people I think they have publicly acknowledged that they know that w- people want Waluigi well, there was the thing during one of the uh, Nintendo Directs about Smash where in the background they had a chair that was, uh, yeah. they had two chairs. One was purple and one was yellow. And that just pissed people off. Oh, right? everyone was like, is that a clue? Is that a clue? They're saying that it's coming. Like, fuck off. Just shut up. Who cares? Who cares? 
I it just staggers me. There, there, there's so few. It, it's difficult to say nothing matters less to me in the world just, than what characters are in Smash because I just there's I lots re- of things on a par with what characters are in Smash, but it's at the bottom. But given that they're you know seventy three characters, <laughs> which includes all of it includes fucking Rosalina from the you know, Mario Galaxy games. The fact that Waluigi isn't in there, it, it contains it's the definitely po- making a point. It They're conti- making a point, and I love that Nintendo have the capacity to be that mean to people. It's I the, really enjoy the that. Piranha Plant is in there, man. The fucking Piranha Plant. Everything's in there except Waluigi, and I, I'm willing to bet this. My little prediction: they will. They've said there will be. Is it five or something characters yeah. added in DLC throughout the next year? One of those will be Waluigi. It will probably yeah. be the last one. Yeah. That's my little They could prediction. do it. Oh, they could do it. Like, uh, again, it's really lucky that I'm not in business. Because my thing, my thing, they, uh, they could have done it like a collectible figure. The idea that, yeah, we have four characters. You can buy them separately. But in order to get Waluigi, you have to buy all four. Of these Amiibo. Yeah. Or of these characters for Smash <laughs> Ultimate. They'd be rioting. That, w- that would be brilliant. Though. Would be oh, rioting. my God. It- because, I mean, it's a standard thing with action figures. Marvel, DC, they all do it. Collective figures. You buy a figure, it comes with a leg of Killer Croc. Another film figure comes with the other leg. One has the torso, the other has the arms, and one has the head. You buy them all, you put them together. It's a standard thing with fucking <laughs> figures. The first time they do that with Amiibo, there will be deaths. Yeah. You know, I've just noticed on this... Uh... Con- big controller it specifically mentions American Truck Simulator. <laughs> it's only hundred and nine pounds one? for the whole lot, isn't it? What for the wheel and the? No, I think it's like. Oh yeah, it's one hundred and nine yeah. for the wheel and the pedals, and then one hundred and twenty nine for the, the. Yeah. Oh god. I think you can get the whole lot for two hundred. Fucking hell, though. How much can you get it for at CEX? <laughs> They don't have one. They don't have uh, one. They, yeah, they don't. Nobody is trading that in. No, they're not. <laughs> That's not a thing that you trade in. Oh, well. And finally tonight, loot boxes. Remember those? I mentioned them earlier. Uh, basically, the UK Gambling Commission has done a survey or whatever the fuck it is they do at the UK Gambling Commission. And first of all, do you know the, this this opening paragraph on this article? Excuse me. According to an an audit by the Gambling Commission, the number of problem gamblers aged between 11 and 16 has reached 55,000. How many... Surely, being that all problem gamblers, there are are no healthy gamblers between the ages of 11 and 16. It's like there's no healthy drinkers. Exactly. It's all bad at that age, right? No eleven-year-old gambling is good. With a I, mean, fir- I was able, I was thoroughly able to keep my whoring under control until I reached about fourteen. It was then that I it, it became an issue. It started to interfere with you know uh, exactly. my schooling. Uh, with a further seventy thousand at risk and four hundred and fifty thousand children set to bet regularly, how the fuck are they how doing is it? This happening? Where are half a million children placing all- bets? Are they all in paddy par, you know, stacked up on each other's shoulders? 
in a yeah, long yeah, overcoat. Be drawn on, like to see in the, the, the fixed odd betting terminal things. Well, you because you can gamble online in this country. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you can get hold of a, you, mean, you need a credit card. Get hold of someone's credit card. Credit cards. Yeah. I mean, what yeah, but no, that's no good because then any money you win is going back on that credit card. You know, you it's not your computer doesn't spit out cash. It's it's I don't know how they do it. I genuinely don't know. Um, it's but they're saying that uh, close to a million young people have been exposed through loot boxes in video games. Uh, and basically what they're saying is, that, that, I think, was it the Dutch that also the took The Dutch this, were the first. Yeah, the, this, Dutch and the Netherlands. Yeah, this argument that it's things that can be exchanged for real money or, or sold for cash. Yeah. They just take the place of the cash. It's, it is gambling. Yeah, and exactly. Therefore, it is a problem. Yeah, because I was watching the news. It's been on the BBC News sort of over the last couple of nights, people talking about, I mean, the first the first one was yesterday. They were talking about adult problem gambling, and then they were doing, they did an article about it's happening with the kids. And I think that the link that they're drawing is that um, one of the, there was a fellow on, on yesterday who was saying that the thing that he was really addicted to, it wasn't money or anything like that. It was the anticipation. It was when, he put the money in the in the terminal and then pressed the button and then waiting for the card to flip over. That that feeling is yeah. what he got addicted to. So I yeah, think they're is, drawing a line yeah. between – with a loot box, it's the same thing. You know, you, you press the button, it shakes or, you know, lights flash and then you get the thing. It's I think that what they're saying is that that feeling that you get of the, oh, what am I going to get? That, that feeling then translates from the loot box to – like soft gambling. I suppose like if you're in a pub yeah. with your parents or something, they say, you know, here's a couple of quid. No one's looking, go on the fruit machine for a few minutes. It's that kind of. Well, this was what associations. Sort of, to roll these two articles up, the next two articles up into one, this was what the, the gambling commission sort of came out and said was because when this sort of started back last year, around this time last year with the, uh, the battlefront two fiasco, sorry, clusterfuck. Pardon my language. I didn't mean to say fiasco. Um, the Battlefield 2, or Battlefront 2, clusterfuck. Uh, the Gambling Commission in the UK government sort of came out and said, well, it's not actually technically gambling because, you know, uh, we, it just doesn't fall under our laws. What they're saying now, and I think is the more salient point, is even if these things aren't technically gambling, they normalize, they introduce children to gambling behavior and normalize the sort of the mechanisms that can then lead to, you know, future problems. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's just taking them a year to catch up to the rest of us. Yeah, I think that, I mean, ultimately, I mean, if this is something that maybe makes the whole concept of loot boxes go away, then I'm kind of in a, well, this is no great loss to human society um, feeling. Normally I shy away from these things that they call gateway you know, because I don't really believe in this kind of like gateway drugs business and all this yeah. sort of thing. I mean, that kind of makes you go, oh, don't, don't like that kind of that well, association. But it's difficult to deny these. What's that is exactly the interesting point. I had this argument with a friend when we were uh, kids because he believed that weed was a gateway drug to like cannabis or sorry, not cannabis, uh, cocaine and stuff like that, because just by the nature of the substance itself, whereas the argument I made was. No, it's not. The reason that it is a gateway drug is because it puts you in contact because it's illegal. It puts you in contact with the kind of people who will then try to sell you cocaine. 
and other harder things because you've already done something illegal, your tendency then it normalizes. You think, well, surely I did something illegal and it was fine. So if but you've I already this, broken through that intellectual you've already, barrier, you've of... broken the taboo in a way. Yes. And that is kind of similar to what's happening here where, you know, I've argued that Overwatch's loot boxes, I think, are fine because they are purely cosmetic. They're not tradable. And, uh, you know, well, it's mainly the purely cosmetic thing. But the argument could be that you still have to pay for them. And it's a random thing. It does kind of normalize gambling type behavior, which can then translate to other less scrupulous Forms how, of, yeah. Sorry, how would you differentiate Overwatch loot boxes and packs of stickers? Exactly. That is That was one of the big arguments that was put forward. I don't know, because it's the same kind of thing. And in, in a way, the, uh, the packs of stickers, a big difference is they are tradable. You can sell yeah, yeah, you can. a sticker. You, can't, you um, cannot sell a skin in Overwatch. The only way people... The only way uh, people you can trade a skin on Overwatch is by selling your account, and people have done that. Well, genuinely, yeah. you can go and buy accounts which have like all of the seasonal skins, the exclusive ones that come out during you know events. But it's just interesting to me to see Overwatch come up again and again in this because yes, they were one of the first, but I also see them as one of the le- one of the more one of the less unscrupulous you- examples. The distinction as, as well, I kind of think, is with, when you get the things like stickers, is that when you go to a shop and you pay your money, you get seven stickers. Now, you don't want to know what those stickers are, but you are guaranteed that in exchange for your currency, you will get the service of seven stickers. With Overwatch, in the loot box, you don't know what it is, but you will get a skin regardless of what's in the box. I think that the distinction is that there are things where you have a guaranteed outcome, whereas I'm with, with gambling, if you put your money in... You have well, no I guarantee that your money will come back out. It's been a while since I played Overwatch, but I believe that there is, you know, in each thing you are guaranteed a certain thing of this quality or higher. Yes. I think. You know, and I with, think they with, did have to publish Panini, that. You get seven stickers with footballers' faces on it, guaranteed. You just don't know which faces. Do you get a do you get a are you guaranteed a shiny? No, but the good <laughs> right? Because the you know, Pokemon it just cards, seven stickers. Again, so, when you think back to this, Pokemon cards, I believe that you were guaranteed a shiny in each pack. We? I, I don't. I never I, collected sure. cards. You did. I never did. It was. Uh, what really annoyed me was everyone was collecting them, but I wanted to play the game of, you know, the Pokemon trading card game because there was a game that went along with it. And every time I did it, people were like, game? What game? I was like, you see the writing on the card with like points? And damage damage points. Yeah, there's a game that goes along with this. Yeah, d- people didn't know. Yep. So loot boxes. Bad. Much like Fallout 76. Don't. Just a bad idea. Don't. So anyway, that's it then. That's the news. Yay. Yay, indeed. So now we talk about what we've all been playing this week. Agreed. So who would like to go first? Mike or Emma, would you like to go first? Well, you go, Mike, because I've I've done I've gone first the last couple of weeks. So. Oh yeah, so you have. Uh, it's been more. Uh, it's been more uh, Red Dead. Uh, made significant sort of progress through the story. Still haven't finished it. Gotten to a point where I am sort of in the finalish chapter, chapter six, and I'm I'm wanting to do a whole bunch of the side stuff to finish off. 
Um, so I've been doing hunting, uh, searching the run. There's the collectibles in the game are interesting because uh, there are some of them that are really easy, some of them that are balls hard, and there's there's one that it annoyed me that I discovered how simple it actually was. One of the first collectibles you're introduced to is uh, the cigarette cards mm. in the game. You can find cigarette cards dotted in and around the world, and there are, I think, about six or seven sets of them, and each one has 12 cards in it. And there's an NPC who will uh, reward you for uh, uh, sending him uh, complete sets of cards. So I've put, I put two odd weeks into the game, just going around, searching. Every time I entered a new location that seemed you know significant, I would have a look around, and I would be looking for this little fucking card sitting out and around. And I got to the point this week where I was like, okay, I, I'm just going to get a map. I'm going to go online. I'm going to find a map that shows me where all of the cards are so that I can go and get them all and get this goddamn quest out of the way. Turns out there's another way to get cigarette cards. Is can, it can you, smoke? Well, you don't even, well, buying cigarettes. Yeah. Which you can do in any shop. Ah. Uh. So, and every single pack of cigarettes has a card in it. So all you have to do is buy as many cigarettes as you can hold. You get all the cards. You dump your, your you dump your thing of cigarettes, and then you buy a whole bunch more boxes. I I completed I, I completed the whole quest. I went from like having twenty cards to the whole set in like five minutes, and I was very annoyed. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so that that was the one that turned out to be irritatingly easy and of course that is how you should do it because obviously if someone told you to collect cigarette cards buy cigarettes that's how you do that if someone if you kids if you want to start collecting panini stickers don't go around people's houses looking for panini stickers left out sitting on the table go down to the shop and buy a pack of fucking panini sticker cards that is the best way to do it don't be like me the other ones, though, that I have needed mouse for it, they're you, 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 things like uh, rock carvings and dinosaur bones. And the reason that you need, yeah, yeah anyone's going to, everyone's going to need the map for those is, do you know what a rock carving looks like? Well, it looks like, on a rock. looks like, yeah. it looks like a rock. Looks, looks like carving on a rock. It's quite hard to see that. And, and this is a big game. Similarly, dinosaur bones, they look remarkably like rocks and they tend to be on the ground where rocks are. Yeah, yeah, they do. And there's 30 of the bastards. So I have n- I I feel no no b- bad feelings about look- getting there a map. Is, there is no shame in looking up a collectible guide map in my yeah. opinion as someone yeah. who's done it several zillion times. Yeah. So but that was just like yeah, I was like yeah, I, I I'm not going to waste the rest cuz like I played the game, you know, the main story through to near the end point and I'd find like three sets of bones. And the irritating thing is some of these quests, you need to do the quest because one of the uh, rewards at the end is going to be a uh, a particular item that you need for a particular crafting recipe. And the thing that I want is to do the crafting recipes. So, of course, I'm going to have to do I'm going to have to do the side quests in order to get the thing in order to do the recipe. But, um, yeah, so I've actually I've done the one thing. The thing that I enjoyed doing myself was the uh, hunting legendary animals. I've I've hunted all the legendary animals that I can at the moment. And uh, I've sold their skins and I'm now wearing them. So I've 
I've put together the sort of the most garish uh, costume that I can. Just alligator skin, everything with uh, fucking just the furriest gloves that you can get in the game. I have, I have a, I have a, a little thing for my hat that's made out of the feathers of every goddamn bird that you can slaughter. Uh, so that's been what's been taking up most of my time. Um, yeah, again, I still haven't played Hitman Two, and I'm I'm annoyed because Hitman Two, the uh, the Sean Bean elusive target, is live, mm-hmm. and I really want to kill me. A, I want to kill me a Yorkshireman. Great. Yeah. The living, the living spoiler, as my brother calls it. Absolutely. Him. And this, you know, <laughs> for this is Hitman Two. The ways. Oh my god! I just realised the nature of the elusive targets is that you get one shot at it. Mm-hmm. So that means that. Oh man! I would have to pick ahead of time pick what one. way I I want to kill Sean Bean, and then that's it. It's not like oh that's so oh that adds another level because. The joy of Hitman is that you can kill people so many ways. Well, yeah, mm. it, it, there are so many ways. So many ways, and you can do them all, whereas with Sean Bean, you kind of have to pick one. I do like oh. a good garage, you know. The garage, it's it's classic. Oh, man, that's that's, that's agony for me. Don't know what to tell you. I kind of want to drop something heavy on him. I feel like that hasn't been done. No, wait, GoldenEye. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah GoldenEye. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, because he's been killed. I mean, obviously, someone who's been killed so much as he has. Yeah. I mean, because he's been ripped apart by horses. He's been decapitated. Several times, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Um, blown up. Blown up. Shot. Yeah. He's probably been garroted already as well. I would imagine yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, my God. I need an infographic for this. Someone work I, on that. I kind of need that, yeah. <laughs> and now with... Now with Hitman, they've probably added all of the ones that were missing. This is it. He can die for real now because he's been killed in every other conceivable way. <laughs> Maybe that is how you finally kill Sean Bean. Yeah, He's looking a bit... He's aged suddenly, hasn't he? He has. Well, he's in his yeah. 60s, isn't he? I know, but that seems to have come on him very quickly. And his girlfriend's like 19, so that probably ages you. Yeah, that would take yeah, it Yeah, she's out. sucking his life force. Wow. If you've, got, if you've got to go somehow, you know... Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Fair enough. Emma? Um, so I did a quick dip back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey because they have weekly challenges. I hear and, those haven't been um, yeah, Okay. I mean, because um, they've raised the level cap quite sort of considerably because yeah. I hit 50 and then unlike um, Origins, you don't keep getting levels beyond oh, it. You right. don't keep okay. filling up your XP bar and getting ability points. You just stop. So once I hit 50, um, I kind of just stopped because I thought, well, I know the level cap's going up, so I don't want to do a bunch of quests and then not get the XP for it when I'm going to have to level up some more subsequently. So I thought, well, because they'd had massive problems because they'd – they intended to have like an what they called an epic mercenary challenge. So they would put a new mercenary into the game that you have to go and, and kill, but they couldn't get it to work for some reason. So the last couple of weeks, they've just had like epic ships. So like trireme type things, oh, um, right. but they finally got their mercenary weekly challenge to work. So I thought, well, I'll go and have a look at it. Um, so I went and, uh, and did that. And uh, yeah, so I thought, well, while I'm here sort of thing, I'll do, cause I had some side quests left over. And um, I thought, well, as I'm in the game sort of thing, I'll um, I'll just do – I'll tidy up some side quests and make a start on getting 
beyond level 50 and onwards to 70. Because, I mean, the um, the main paid DLC is due to hit next month. Right. So with that in mind, I thought, well, I'll start getting a few levels now and then I'm kind of ready for it when it drops. Um, so, yeah, I did a few side quests in that and, uh, yeah, that was all good. And then um, uh, sort of a little bit of real talk time. I played Hitman. Uh, the 2016 one right so is that the one i've been playing i don't know is it i've been playing hitman i think the 2016 one (laughs) ah right there we go um because i've had it for ages but never played it because i like have a self-esteem thing and i always think when um when i'm sort of going into a new franchise of games i had this before i started assassin's creed way back when i before i started the first the, the fallout 3 and all these sort of games i always think i'm too dumb to play these things and i'm like i'm trying to play them wrong i so, get what you mean actually yeah there is and, yeah i totally get what you mean it's I have a lot of that with like RTSs and yeah, you know, RPGs the, uh, for me. It, yeah, RPGs. I have a big barrier to entry for that, and I'm like, what? Yeah. No, I yeah, can't. Like, I feel like I have to like I have. It's like a thing of like all how the I numbers. For, what all does the it numbers. Mean? And, you know, what if I pick all the wrong things and I fuck it up and I won't enjoy it because it's my fault? And uh, so basically, I kind of got into this self-negging loop about plus starting hitman because i thought you know i i this should be like my favorite one of my favorite games ever but if i fuck it up i'm gonna hate it and it's gonna be my fault right so after having put it off for ever um i finally started hitman 2016 i fucking love it it's the complete um, opposite of that isn't it yeah if it you is, fuck it up, is. you start over and away you go <laughs> yeah um i i mean because i've only i mean because i've sort of my big problem it's always been like with you know i'm usually fine at planning and stealth and all that sort of thing because obviously i play the hell of a lot of assassin's creed games by now so i'm used to that but my biggest thing is patience i'm never patient enough yeah. always so you know i'm uh-huh. if i sat in the bush for 30 seconds longer what i wanted to do would work but now i've got to be too impatient go too quickly fuck it all up and now the whole camp is alerted hitman you have to be patient Absolutely. oh yeah be yeah. patient you cannot go charging in and yeah i think once i kind of broken that intellectual barrier in my mind of it's fine to sit there and wait yeah um because i feel like it's kind of necessary to see the patterns that emerge yeah but i think games because they program you to you know quick 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 and you know go and do Mm. this now time's running out you've got you know you've got to do it quickly and then get out the level Whereas the 2016 Hitman, it encourages you to, you can just sit there or you can just stand there and watch and wait. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, and the nice thing is, if, especially if it's the first time, you can sit in that level for an hour. No one's going to yell at you. Um, it's entirely up to you. You can walk around, do whatever you want, um, have a think about what you're about to do and then execute it. Um, and I think that that, you know, having that patience is really, it's really nice and when your plan comes together, it's so fucking great. Yeah. Um, I mean, because I've only, I mean, because I've been doing that thing of like, I know you said about me getting the mastery. Yeah, I've sort of fallen <laughs> into that trap. I mean, because I, I, I haven't got into the first proper level of Paris. I've been in the ICA because this is the first um, one I've properly played, the first Hitman game at all that I've Same, properly played. I, mean, oh, no, I, actually, yeah. I played yeah. the first one for me. I think the first one for a lot of people was Blood Money. Blood Money, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, it's one of those things of I've seen like bunches of Let's Plays of Blood Money and Absolution and stuff. So I'm sort of familiar with the law, but yeah. actually having pl- haven't played it very much myself. So I thought well, I want to kind of 
because I mean, it does a really elegant job of getting you into it if you've never played a Hitman game before. But by the same coin, it also assumes that you kind of know sort yeah. of the basic idea of what you should be doing. So I thought, well, again, I've got there's no rush. I thought I'll just I'll do this the um, like the final test and the the kind of freeform training thing. How many times, times did you do get, the freeform training? I've done it a couple of times now, but <laughs> yeah. a lot of that was just sitting there and watching and yeah. thinking. And um, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, and also because I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey for weeks, the different buttons I have to kind of get my yeah. brain into because your muscle memory just goes straight to the button you expect from the last game. I mean, for me, the last game I played, like my muscle memory, I just went straight to a couple of times I hit the wrong button, you know, for like, Proud, I find I can store two games in my head at the same time, but they have to be yeah. very different types of games. I can hold like yeah. an Assassin's Creed and a first-person shooter in my head. I couldn't hold like an Assassin's Creed and a Hitman in my head at the same time. I'm just about getting it, but yeah, a couple of times I'm like, "Fucking crowd!" Oh no, wrong button. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, yeah, I've done it a few times now, but I mean, you know. Uh, Ejecting Jasper Knight through the fucking ceiling out of the fighter jet <laughs> was so much fun, dude. Yep. And um, I'm, it's a thing of like, I'm now slightly annoyed with myself that I put it off for so long over my the inside of my own brain, essentially. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to getting into the first mission proper now. And um, I feel like I'm going to do... I'm like going to go for mastery sort of in one level. So basically just rinse one level, then go before I go on to the next one. Um, and well, so, yeah. that was the nature of the game as it was originally released, and, you know, because yeah, it was episodic. Like the, yeah. They made sure the that you could. Edition. Yeah. Yeah. They made sure that each level, you know, not only could you play through it so many times, they had to make it fun to play through it multiple times uh, because there were going to be like two, three months between episodes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's, and again, like you say, the interesting thing is that pacing, you know, the, the getting used to a thing and being able to restart at any time and not have any worries about it. That was the clever thing with the elusive targets. Cause that completely subverts it. Yeah, it does. You yeah. And cannot that, restart at all. And that very fine, that very fine ability to just to do the very sort of on the spot saving. So you can, grab yeah. a save, try something. And if it doesn't work, you can roll back and, and do the next thing sort of thing. But so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into like the big levels proper. But I mean, if, you know, it's one of those things that I've slightly disadvantaged myself that, you know, I've seen let's plays and stuff, but sort of being able to That's, follow my I, own path and do my, do my own thing of, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that is the weird thing. Story-wise, Hitman is both, it has a lore, but it's also yeah. surprisingly thin on the ground during the games. And yet, whenever I was watching, I went to watch the Digital Foundry. They did a tech analysis of Hitman 2, sort of the engine. They, they wanted to compare and contrast it with uh, Hitman 2016. And they started showing uh, like levels and, uh, from Hitman 2. And I was like, nope, don't want to know. Yeah. Don't want to know. I want to go into yeah. this completely <laughs> blind and see yeah, you know, same actually, yeah. what, it's, what it's about. Um, so annoyed that Hitman 2 is apparently fucking brilliant. Because I'm still on Red Dead, and I need to finish that first. Yeah, but as well, I think it's that thing of if you now rush through Red Dead and get into it, you're going to be like frustrated. So it's better to just yeah. you know get done with Red Dead. That's why I'm delete, annoyed at this. Delete the control target. system out of your brain, and then get on to yeah. Hitman. Yeah, yeah. That's so, interesting um, that you both you both ended up playing the same thing. Yeah, I got um, it in uh, Humble Bundle last month. 
Ah, uh, yes, you mentioned. Uh, yeah, you, you you got it for like fuck all, didn't you? With a bunch yeah. of other games. Let me bring it up. Hang on. That was a hell of a bundle. It was an absolutely incredible. You bundle. You got a blinding bundle that one. Let me. Here we go. Uh, last month was. Oh, I need to click on the button to see all ten. Hitman, uh, the complete first season. Resident Evil Re- Revelations. Dead Island Definitive Edition, Sniper Elite, Sniper Elite Two, and Hollow Knight. That's a good. That's a good bundle right there. And yeah. how much? Have you ever played any of the Sniper Elite? No, not yet. I played the demo for Sniper Elite Two on the Xbox 360. I played that demo like a billion times. Oh, I, I shot the same Nazi in the balls so many goddamn times. Because well, I'm interested because I've played two, three, and four. I've played I've played all the available Sniper Elites on console, but I've never played the original one because you can't. It's not on console; it's PC oh. only. So I'm interested to know what that one's like. Um, oh, there were more games I'd like to see that, a comparison. Me. I'd like to see a comparison between uh, like the mechanics of each game because I am curious as to like how the uh, the physics and the system. You know, how many times did they change? How many times a bullet can ricochet? The, the, you know, I, I'd be I'd watch that video. <laughs> Next month is two games I really don't want. What are they? City Skylines and the After Dark add-on, both of which I already own, and fucking Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> <laughs> Definitive Maybe experience. Yeah, well, I, I've already thought I will. I'll give those Steam codes away as a prize on this show when I get that. Next. Oh, that's the thing we can do. I thought that was the thing we could do. Unless you want mm. either of those things for your Steam library. No, I'm good. I think better of you than to give you Metal Gear Solid Five. I think that's ultimate. I really enjoyed Metal Gear Solid Five. Played it, so. I'm a big fan of Metal Gear Solid Five. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're allowed to be. Yeah. Oh, I also I I, I purchased a thing. It's gaming related. I actually I I, I this came up. Uh, <laughs> I watched a Metal Jesus video that came up. Uh, he was promoting this. Uh, it's something I was aware of. There's this guy, Evan Amos, and he's a photographer, a product photographer. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. I know what you're going to talk about. I've watched, I've read articles about this guy over the years. Uh, basically, he was, he realized that, uh, like, when Wikipedia became a thing, the photographs for, like, consoles on Wikipedia articles were all kind of horrible. They were just snaps people had taken, you know, with their crappy disposable cameras of a, car- a console sitting on the carpet. And so he started taking professional grade photographs for the purpose of making them open source for people to use in articles and in videos. And every Wikipedia page for a video game console has one of his photos on it. And they're just beautiful professional shots of these pristine condition games consoles. He, you know, the amount of time and effort the guy put into this is incredible. And just as someone who's done a bit of product photography in the past, it's fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> to get it right and uh, he's basically he's brought out a book now called the game console a history and photographs and uh it's available in hardback and it uh i think it's out already in the states uh so i looked it up on amazon.co.uk and it's 20 quid here it doesn't have a, a a a hard release date here yet it says usually dispatched within one to two months so I've pre-ordered that, and I'm really looking forward to that coming in. That'll be like a, might be a Christmas present, might be a January birthday present. Who knows? But just looking at the previews and stuff, it, it's just, it's beautiful. He's done these exploded views of the consoles 
and he's gone into ridiculous. He's 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 found like really rare or obscure uh, regional excu- exclusives of consoles, and uh, it's really good. The Metal Jesus Rocks uh, review of it uh, video it, it sort of sold me on the thing, so I'm very happy to support this guy's uh, this guy's finally making some money from this because, like I say, up yeah. till now all of this stuff has been open source. He's just available for free. Good on him for doing that. Yeah, bloody amazing. So I'm hoping that like this thing sells through the fucking roof. Yeah, he deserves it because yeah. I wouldn't fucking do that. So yeah. So the yeah, there's a hardcover edition for twenty quid, which is, I mean, it's a thick book. It's a big. I was kind of amazed that they could you know do a hardcover for that much. But uh, the Kindle edition, I don't know if the Kindle edition is already. Uh, yeah, you can buy the Kindle edition right now, and it's uh, it's twelve thirty, twelve thirty four. If you want that, um, I want a I want a big book. I want something that I could conceivably kill someone with. You need that as an option. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But yeah, have you been playing anything else, Emma? Uh, no, that's me. What was I was going to talk about? It. I've been playing mostly the Paris level. Um, right. I I just skipped on that one level, but I've not even moved on from that. I just keep doing that one over and over, uh, and enjoying the the challenges of it. It's so satisfying to kill people in that game. It, it is so much, and put them in dumpsters and things like that. Uh, I I've been enjoying it a lot, and I I do recommend it absolutely. I must say, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the thing that I really want to nail at least once is Sue Only Silent Assassin. I, I don't yeah, care about. I don't one, care yeah. about. Yeah, I don't care about like have doing on every level or something. I just want to do it once. So um, I'm looking forward to trying trying that one on for size at some point. Once but, you do it once, you will want to do it on every level. There, there are so many things I'm so bad at though that doing it that well just seems, feels impossible still at this point. There are just so many times that I'm like I just want him to walk away from there so I can kill him, and he's patience, not, patience, not going to walk away from there. No matter what, he's going to stand there, and I could kill him, but everyone will see or will. But it's yeah. interesting in this game, which has you can unlock, you know, you, as you complete challenges and level up and do specific things, you unlock, you know, more and more equipment to use, which you can then go back into, you know, previous levels and uh, try out, you know, different challenges using that more advanced equipment. The single greatest piece of of kit in the entire game of Hitman, the coin. Mm-hmm. It's all you need. You toss a coin, they go to pick it up. You walk up behind them, you choke the bastard to death. Yeah. Also, if you need to separate people from, you know, because a lot of these guys walk around with bodyguards or an entourage or stuff, if you need them to yep. break up and get enough space between them, coins, 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 coins. Yep, absolutely. I mean, because on the freeform training thing, that's, I mean, it was like a series of like three coins to get old Mr. Norfolk away from the, the boat. That kind of, yeah, that becomes the puzzle is. Where can I throw this coin that it will distract him, allowing me to kill him, but I'll also be able to go and retrieve the coin without any problems? Mm. Because if someone, if you do toss a coin and then someone goes and picks it up, they have your coin now. Well, and there's a limited true. number of coins. So you're, are you going to waste another coin to try to kill them in order to get your coin back? That's my version. In, in the Hitman game, I don't care about the story. That's when it becomes personal. When that guy he has my, my coin. coin. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, this is so what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> Playing uh, me some Hitman. So is it my go then? 
It's your mm-hmm. go. Okay, so I've been playing Hitman. <laughs> really? As I mentioned. You don't I've, say. I've mostly, however, been playing God of War. Right. Uh, because it's, it's fucking awesome. How uh, far in are you? Very far. But right, okay. feeling, it feels also like not far at all. Yeah, it is the game I've been playing most of the week. I, I have sunk some hours into this. I have no idea how many. I take it you spend a considerable amount of time with our headless friend, headless. or rather our bodiless friend? No. What? Hey? What? I don't know what the, you... The Scots? The Scottish chappy? Floking, isn't he part of a tree or something? Have you, you have not to... met Mimir? No. What the... You haven't how? even started what? the game. Dude, how are you far in? That's like a third That's... of the way into the game. Oh, shit. How big You're is this game? You're nowhere into this game. How big is this fucking game? I've killed two dragons. Well, yeah, you killed the dragons. Although I killed the f- the first dragon, I didn't have Mimir. By the time I did the second dragon, I had Mimir. I think. Go get Mimir. Oh, the He's witch awesome. woman. No, no, okay. that, no, that, no, no, no. Uh, have, have you walked up a massive mountain yet and got to like the snowy peak of which? No, I'm still in. I'm I'm in the caves of the mountain. Get right, the, he's just about to get it, I think. He, you're oh, not yeah. far away. You're but not far it, off. Get it to does mean you've got an enormous amount of the game left. You're nowhere near yeah. in. Oh, my you God. Know. I've been playing it for ages. You're not even You're not even a third if, of the way through. If you were just straight... I mean, I've watched a Let's Play. If you were just straight up playing the game and not doing any of the side stuff, I'd say you've got at least another 15 hours left. At least. Oh, I've been doing I, I thought you would have overtaken me by now. Do you know what? Oh, well, so did I. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah, but if you're doing all the side stuff, I think you're probably looking at another 30 to 40 hours. I've been playing all week. All week. <laughs> hours and hours. I've been playing all night and everything. And my God. Go get Mimir. He's good value. <sighs> I didn't Crack know on it was, Rich. I didn't know it was this big. <laughs> I really didn't know it was this big. Even Emma knows about Mimir. I know. <laughs> I have no idea. So clearly, I'm no. I've done all the side quests, though. That's the thing. I've been I mean, it was, absolutely it, fucking everywhere. all of the side quests. So well, far. yeah, yes. so far. I mean, the thing is, because I watched a, a let's play, because my brother kept sending me like boy memes, and I'm like, I've no idea what the fuck this boy. is all about. I'm gonna have to watch it. Gonna have to watch a, a let's plays so on keep up with what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> but it's good. It's, it's so good. good. Uh, but yeah, I think I need to just get a move on with the actual. Story missions. Well, look, don't let us rush you, but just, you know, yeah, be no. aware that you've got a hell of a lot well, got, left to do. I've you've got, got nowhere near as going as you think. You've got a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've got stuff to do, though, because Spider-Man arrived this week. Ah. And that's in between trucking. I was very tempted yeah. to buy the, that is the one Black Friday thing I was very tempted to get was, uh, it was only like, it's only three quid down, but the Spider-Man season pass for the DLCs down, and the second, uh, of the three sort of lots of DLC dropped this week. Right. But apparently it's a, it's more of the same, which is good, but also, you know, it's more of the same. So I think I will probably wait till December and get the three chunks together. I don't really care about the story. I just want to unlock all those costumes. Yeah. I'll tell you what I saw on sale that I thought, Oh no, I can't do it. Um, Witcher three game of the year edition (laughs) um, was 14 quid today and i was oh, like oh that, no that actually reminds me of something uh red daddy uh that i must mention uh yeah red dead 2 does a thing uh with your horse uh unlike red dead 1 or witcher 3 uh you like those two games you can whistle for your horse 
However, mm-hmm. unlike those two games, you do not possess a magical fucking horse. He will not teleport right, he won't, to your he won't side. Just teleport to you, yeah. If you walk far enough away from your horse, he won't come to you. And you'll have to go back and get him. Or go back within range. And the more you bond with your horse, the, the longer that range comes. But even at maximum bonding level, you know, you can't be on the opposite side of the map and call your horse. Uh, and it is kind of funny because it means when you call him, if you've left him too far away, if you've been like hunting, you have to wait for him to navigate <laughs> all the way back to you. And it's sort of like, come on, mate. Come on. And you're sort of looking thing. on the horizon. I, I need a magic horse. I mean, because that's the thing with, with Odyssey. Um, you, have yes, yeah, you have a magic horse. Yes, you have a magic horse. You have a magic horse, but the nice thing they did is that you can run and mount the horse while you're running. You haven't got to stop and wait. You can I just keep running can... down the road, call it, and jump on it. I don't think you can do that. They have done. Uh, there, uh, they have shown if you jump from a height and land on top of the horse, you will mount it without doing any damage. Oh, the other thing is as well in Odyssey, you can you can jump down a huge fucking precipice with those, and it's fine. No, there's. Red Dead sources are a bit more realistic. Oh, no, they, they're made of glass. Sure. Yeah, I know. I remember from the first one. Well, because yeah. I was stressing out about because when I played um, the first Red Dead, uh, there's an achievement in it to use the same horse for at least 20 missions. Oh, so it, it just meant that sadly, I that ride. seems to be absent because I've definitely used one horse for a long time. Uh, I mean, the problem was I was so I was so paranoid about my fucking horse dying that basically when I was approaching a mission I get like sort of 150 <laughs> meters away and go you you get I'm getting off I'll just walk there but God, the I remember horse that. kept following me so I was like you know I'm in the middle of a gunfight the horse is like, like no piss off get out of it before they shoot you but, yeah I remember that I remember doing that I think I have that achievement too it does also um it, it, another thing just I know we're I'm totally going back to my thing but something I I thought of it occurred to me uh, as I was playing it uh I in the entire time of playing Red Dead uh 2 I don't think I've been killed by a person it's all been animals I, it's the fucking animals it's the bears specific the, specific well actually well there's one bear who can who can wreck you the legendary bear who can wreck you uh, interestingly they do the realistic thing where uh black bears are like they won't bother you if they see you they'll they'll leave brown bear grizzlies are more aggressive they they have you know specific ai for those grizzlies or bastards although ironically the most aggressive thing in the game is also one of the most harmless uh the american muskrat i had no idea about the american muskrat it's the first time i've encountered an american muskrat the american muskrat's a dick it's tiny it can do fuck all to you but if you come anywhere near it it's like yeah the far, the far cries, the honey badger was the kind of, uh, well, yeah, by far the, the most most scary. Badgers honey badgers are fuckers. Rack you, yeah. Badgers are. I think I've been bitten by a badger at one point as well. And Arthur's just like fuck off. But um, yeah, I forgot my initial point. Uh, something about horses. Horses are a thing. Be careful with them. Be careful with them. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it is kind of annoying when you get a new horse because you have to bond with it all over again. And all bonding does is. Uh, it makes them less skittish and less likely to throw you when they encounter, you know, a predator or get into a gunfight. Would you be Would you be surprised to learn, no matter how well bonded you are with a horse, none of them like it when you fire off a shotgun while you're sitting on them? Well, I'm not. Well, I wouldn't if you were sat on <laughs> me. Well, you know, well, you don't get much saying that. But no, uh, like I said, I've done all the legendary animals that I can because a few of them are in New Austin, the old part of the map mm-hmm. and i'm up to chapter six uh which is pretty much near the end of the game the next chapters are the epilogues and as of yet i have tried the thing 
uh, the GTA thing. I've tried several times to make entry into New Austin. You would you would survive a a fucking lightning bolt easier than crossing that boundary because as soon as you cross over, because there's a uh, there's a a bounty on you, you want a dead of life. As soon as you cross over, you, you, you it lets you make a certain amount. I'm pretty sure they designed it this way. It lets you make enough progress into the map where you think, oh, okay, I think I can make this. And then it spawns like three or four lawmen behind you who instantly shoot you in the back of the head with an accuracy that the regular enemies do not possess. I tried two or three times. <laughs> it's not possible. Don't waste your time. I mean, unlike GTA, you can't just get in a helicopter and parachute into the place you need to go. <laughs> Sadly not. Sadly not. Uh, so yeah, so anyone wanting to play it, don't make the yeah. It's not worth trying. It's really annoying too because on the border are like really big cliffs, and you can see black water. You can sort of you can stand there with your binoculars, and you can see black. It's just there, and it's just out of reach. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, back anyway, to you, Rich, back to you. After we talked all over you, <laughs> I had something else. Euro Truck Simulator too, very much like American Truck Simulator, but. I've got the Euro Trash theme song stuck in my head now. Oh, now, now I have. Great. Um, it's very good. It's, it is the American one, but now I have a, a right-hand drive truck. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, pretty much. It's actually more... It, it has more in the way of add-ons and, and content and that kind of thing, which is, is quite odd. There are more trucks in it. There are more places to go. I think it's that. been out longer. Has it? I'm not sure. I feel like they came out either at exactly the same time or very close to each other. Because the the underlying game itself is identical. It, it's purely content and truck skins that are the, that are the difference. Uh, but yeah, that's so. I'm 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 doing some European no, trucking um, now. Euro Truck Simulator Two came out in 2012. All right, okay. uh, American Truck Simulator uh, uh, 2016. Right. Okay. So that that accounts for. Although I imagine, I mean, the same engine, like you say, I imagine anything that you wanted ported over to American Truck from Euro Truck probably wouldn't be a huge it, deal. It is so the same game. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some Steam Workshop stuff available as well that I might have to play with at some point. And lots of mods and that kind of thing. So, I don't know. It's all, it's all pretty good, but fun and dull at the same time. It's a, it's a lovely kind of game, isn't it? It really it's, is. Soothing. Speaking of soothing games, I took delivery of yet another game this week. I got Fishing Sim World for the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one is better than any the, the two I've got on my Switch. It's much more full-featured. The graphics are much nicer. I, look, I, of course it is. It's running on a PS4 and not a Switch. But, <laughs> you know, it, it looks gorgeous. It's far less arcadey and a bit more sort of realistic if there is such a thing. It's yeah. just, it's, it's much nicer. Uh, so if you're looking for a fishing game, that's my best one at the moment. Uh, uh, inquiry. Yes. Uh, does it, does it use, uh, any of the PlayStation controllers motion controls? It does not. All right. Interesting. I thought they would have like, you could cast your line out. No, they haven't put... Well, it's certainly not on by default, and it, and it right. didn't mention that in the tutorial, but okay. I haven't looked because I, I don't want to do that. Um, 
but yeah, I've yet to try the Strike, uh, which is coming out for the Switch. That that's the one that has the the fishing rod control. Oh right, thing. right, okay. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that at some point. It's still ambiguous as to when that's coming out here. Um, I think that I could get just the download version now, but I I want the fishing rod. I'll be honest. That's that's definitely a part of it. So uh, if you do the do the switch thing, though, you can get a labo, <coughs> labo, labo fishing rod, can't you? <laughs> You could. You could. I don't know that it's compatible as such. Um, but yeah. And, and other than that, I just, I've, I keep buying Xbox games. Uh, mm. I'm getting quite a collection of those at the moment. I, I'm really annoyed for some reason this week. Um, I was thinking about video game soundtracks and I became really quite incensed, uh, for two reasons. First off, the, uh, the, the game stubs the zombie. Uh, if any of you remember that, I'm uh, familiar I, with it. Yeah. yeah, I was pissed off that it doesn't have a vinyl release because I would buy the shit out of that. And then I was re- I was extra annoyed because I can't really play it because it was an Xbox exclusive and it was never ported to any other system. It is not backwards compatible. Ugh. So you, it, in order to play Stubbs the Zombie, you have to buy an original Xbox. You do, and, and it's trying not, to copy. It's not a cheap game either, that one. And the soundtrack is, I mean, the soundtrack it makes the experience uh, worth it. Just alone, let Stubbs the zombie um, track. Uh, it's it's a bunch of fifties uh, sort of uh, songs covered by modern bands. It, it the reason I was in uh, the reason I was down for it was that it contained a a, a version of um, what is it? Uh, 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 Wizard of Oz. If I only had a brain, as performed by the Flaming Lips, which features crying children in the background. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, there's cop- lo- uh, Lollipop, My Boyfriend's Back, Earth Angel, Strangers in the Night, There Goes My Baby, Lonesome Town, Mr. Sandman. If I on- there it is, If I Only Had a Brain, The Flaming Lips, Tears on My Pillow, and they're all really good covers by like these naughties era bands like Ben Queller and Death Cab for Cutie uh, and Cake, uh, Clem Snide, Phantom Planet, The Dandy Fucking Warhols, covering Ew. All I Have to Do is Dream, and it's good. Well, it's the, good, and this, I can't have it the way I want it. Why? Why, why can't you? Because I want a vinyl copy. Oh, right. Okay. I want it on green vinyl. I was going to say because I've just searched for it on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime Music. Yeah, I can listen it's a, now. It's an amazing soundtrack. I'm, I'm going to but... by the hours, conferring with the flowers, consulting with the rain. <sighs> Yeah, there it is. I, I can play that right now. Oh, I bet it's on Apple Music then. It's a great soundtrack. You can buy the MP3 album. Yeah, it's only available. I'm on Discogs here. It's only available on CD uh, uh, or digital. I still want remake game. that. Remake Stubbs the Zombie. Still want that. It's it was really good. Thirty eight quid on Xbox right now. Fuck me. It, I think it's a rare one. Yeah, because it never got ported. To anything else, I, I, I probably some weird license. It's, you know what it probably is? It's probably the goddamn soundtrack. Maybe so. They might not be able to port the thing or re-release it because of the licensing there, for the songs. There's a PC version. Um, Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm looking at it on Amazon. PC DVD. It's fifty quid. Bloody hell! I think it's cheaper on uh, at CEX. <laughs> but yeah, if you just want to play the, I mean, I want it because it's an Xbox game. <laughs> it's a there's, good one. There's one person selling it on Amazon for fifty four ninety nine, so it's much cheaper at CEX right now. But will it come with the instructions? We don't know. 
<sighs> well, that's us for this week. That's all I've been playing. It was quite a list of things. I can't buy any more games this week. She'll kill me. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you had a good time, and I hope you feel compelled to pop on over to simplysyndicated.com slash everything, help us out, support the network, make us make more shows, and uh, get the ad-free version of this show and all the other shows that we make, and our entire back catalogue of shows, which is... How millions. long would it take to listen to that? Too long. Too I long now. I need a better answer, Rich. Get Five on that. Years. I want that for next week. Ten years. It can't be that specific. If I was, if I did this and I got to ten years on the dot of podcast, I would quit. About ten years. I don't know. You've listened to more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't. I don't listen. I just, I do it once. I don't need to hear it again. Uh, thank you to everybody who supports us and uh, everyone who's toddling over there right now. Thank you ever so much. Uh, also. Check out the other shows that we make on simplysyndicated.com. They're awfully good, you know. Emma does a Doctor Who one. Mm-hmm. I do a movie quiz, which is very I do funny. Fuck all. He doesn't. He's. You do this. That's something. It's my thing. Yeah. That's fine. Not I wanted has... to do the porn reviews, but you wouldn't let me. You never asked. I would so let you do that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Call his bluff, everybody. We might have to have a discussion. <laughs> There is already a porn review podcast. Oh, what was it called? Is it Porn for the Deaf? No. There is a podcast that's about porn for the... It's audio description uh, for the, uh, porn people. No, it's audio porn for the blind. It's audio description uh, for porn scenes it was, for blind people. That's very funny. It um, is. <laughs> it was years ago, and there was a porn review podcast in the movies TV section of iTunes, and I remember pointing it out on an episode of movies you should see and they joined our forum and went hi yeah we're a big fan thank you and like okay like yeah we do review porn yeah like that is as weird as i thought it was yeah <laughs> that's cool so yeah i don't know if they're still going i never heard it like <laughs> i don't need a review of porn that's anyway that was going down a dark hole oh still did it Anyway, we'll be back next week with another episode of this. Until or then. we might we might pack it in and decide to go for the porn thing. We'll, we'll, we'll see you'll what see what happens. happens next week. Probably games though. So see you later. <laughs> bye bye everybody. Bye bye. Yeah.